This morning sickness. You've been deceived by an agent of Satan himself. He's evil. Sitting right here. Come on. No, I mean, no, he's not. He's not evil. He's just a bit rude. Ninety-eight. There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Good morning, everybody. Hello there. Welcome to Thursday. It is 545. That's right. It's time to get up. This is the morning sickness. My name's John. There's Brady. There's Brett. Talk about him in a second. There's Dick Toledo. Got aerobics and, uh, out here. We're ready to go. You got aerobics happening? Yeah, our our promo staff's doing yoga out here. Look at this. I don't want to look at that. I don't want to see them doing much anything, especially <laughs> bending over and stretching. I got to hang out with them for a couple yeah, hours. Well, you're going to need them to be in good shape <laughs> I'm today. I'm telling you. It's not good uh, with the heat and everything else. By the way, we also, I, where are you going? Do you know this morning? Yeah, right? carefree and I-17. <laughs> the one week, yeah, Brady, when you were gone for your father's uh, stuff, uh, Brett stayed here. Yeah. And we had uh, Drew go out in the van. Mm-hmm. And it was on Baseline and Dobson, which is like, you could hit Brett's of house. all the draws. Yeah. The only one he stayed in the studio for, he could have just been a minute from his house. Carefree and what? I-17 and Carefree. Right. Right. At least it's, it's nice freeway. It is, nice. it is actually a nice area. That's pretty good. So you're going to yeah. enjoy that. It's a long drive. See you tomorrow. Have somebody else drive you. Which foot is it? My left. Right. Brett woke up with, we, and Brady and I have diagnosed, and Brady said gout. It's a good guess. Uh, we're, I was rooting for the scorpion sting That's or something That's what I like was that. hoping for. I don't know. I think you've got gout. Brett's oh. got. We think Brett's got gout. His foot out of nowhere, his toe, just your toe, though. Yeah, just like where the knuckle is in the big yeah. toe. And just... evidently, your big toe is the one that will start in a joint there. Most of the time, it starts in your ankle, makes your foot hurt really bad. But it said on, on occasion, it'll start in a joint in your toe. And you were drinking like a fish last week. Oh, yeah. 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 With the with the trip and everything else. Oh, yeah. I had a buddy, Craig, who uh, went to Vegas and just every every afternoon, steak. Every night, steak drinking like crazy and he's a whiskey and wine guy so bottles of wine going in drinking whiskey while he's playing came back the following monday and he said i went to the doctor and told told the doctor goes i was in vegas this weekend and i broke both of my feet (laughs) his feet looked like he had a picture of one of them it looked like somebody just inserted a, a hose and filled it with water and then painted it purple the guy broke both my feet i don't know what i did but i we were really drunk and the doctor looked at him and he goes what were you drinking Told him, like, tons of red wine, you know, we were drinking, and he goes, you have gout. And I mean, one of the worst cases I've ever seen. Couldn't walk for, like, two weeks. Oh, my God. Yeah, his feet were giant sacks of yuck. Oh. My mom had it. She took a step down uh, into the uh, drop-down living room we had and screamed, oh, Dan! I'm like, what? <laughs> Immediately, my dad, it was my dad's job to help. <laughs> what the hell's going on? Dr. Holmberg. Oh, Dan! And I'm sitting there like, what happened? I broke my foot! Of course, my dad being the least caring individual about injuries ever. God damn it. How'd you do that just walking? <laughs> and then his great quote after, you're not going through the change, are you? Because that, that scared my <laughs> Big dad. Big concern. From, uh, my dad, from the age of about 30, because I was about five when I first learned of the change. My dad warned me about the change. Uh, uh, I was five. I remember the kindergarten. Hey, you got to watch it because a woman goes through something called the change. And I'm like, what? 
one day out of nowhere, they just go crazy. And that was my introduction to menopause at five when my dad was 30 and already eyeballing my mom like, we're getting close. <laughs> Everything that happened to her was the change. You're not going through the change. And he just assumed you'd take a step and your foot would shatter if, you know, you're menopausal because your bones get weak. My, my dad was uh, born later. My, he was, his mother was in her early 40s. He was a mistake. My grandpa was like 50-something. I think my grandma was like 43. And so he was a child when grandma went through the thing. And the change included her playing practical jokes on him. I told you the one where she locked all the doors in the house and opened windows and poured ketchup all over the kitchen floor and laid in it when he came home from school. (laughs) Oh, my God. That's a good change. Look, it is until what happened happened. My dad, being kind of a a rough-and-tumble farm kid, Saw dead mom on the floor in the farm. Panics, kicks the door in, goes to save her, and she's just in hysterics. Ah, wait till your father gets home. He's going to be furious about that door. And he was. My grandpa was no nonsense. My grandpa comes home with his one good arm because of polio when he was a kid. Sees that the door got kicked in. Asks what happened. My dad says, I thought mom was dead. She was laying on the floor with ketchup. And grandma goes, that's ridiculous. Ooh. And watched my dad get rolled up in a rug and beat with a stick. Oh, my God. So you can understand where Dan came from, like, the change is a horrible thing place. Yeah, I don't think that's, oh, that's a combo. Horrible abuse. Oh, yeah, no, uh, Alvar was, uh, he killed his father. I mean, my da- my grandpa didn't know, like, there was no joke with him. Why is there no Netflix special on the, on the Holmberg life farm? Of, yeah. Oh, I told you, our Christmas video one year, uh, we, we had a horse named Manata. And then my grandpa said she had her, she had her, uh, Colt or whatever it was. I don't remember what kind it was. If it was a girl or a boy. And he, I'll send you video. And he didn't want to break the news to us that it was dead dead on arrival. He 8mm filmed the entire thing on one of those old cameras. The birth. the And we're 8. I'm 8. My sister's 12. This was our horse. Having another horse. A little pony. We thought we were going to have a nice little fun thing to play with next time we went up. My grandpa kicks the horse. In the letter, it says we're naming her Midnight Star or something like that. Call her Star. Okay. That's beautiful. We couldn't wait. A little <laughs> comes plopping out. It's a little bit gross to kids. Like, ew. <laughs> My grandpa goes over and kicks it a couple times. Uh, Manata goes over and licks the, the colt and, like, looks around like, what's going on? It was dead. And my grandpa filmed it the whole time and then shuts it off. Didn't say anything about it being dead. That was how he told us our our... So he told a couple of kids that their Jesus. Christmas pony was dead. <laughs> Your uh, colt's dead. Oh. Here's a Christmas. It? Merry, Christ- Merry Christmas. Here's a video of your of the uh, process. And that was it. Dead. So that's that was what my dad grew up with. So it, it's natural that he had irrational fears of the change and things like that. So maybe that's what my dad would probably ask you that. You going through the change, Brett? <laughs> I've heard a lot of Italian guys deal with the change. Scared him to death. You were a step away from Dahmer. I kept going that direction. Oh, yeah, my dad, I could see, well, you know, he had a few moments where he made him, the, the barn cat thing is one of my favorite Holmberg's uh, farm of horror stories. Is My dad was like nine. They had barn cats, and my grandpa said, get rid of those barn cats. Can't have barn cats, Leonard. You got, you got five now, you'll have 20 in a few weeks, and you have 500 before you know it. You're a big, messy cat factory. You want to keep one around. Keep away the barn mice. Yeah, the rodents. But one turned into five and then turned into seven, and there was a, a gaggle of new kittens. 
And my grandpa says, bag those up, get rid of those kittens. So my dad, being a kid, gets the kittens in a bag and takes them down to the pond that was a couple acres down on the property. Starts playing with them. That's what you do. You're a kid. There's kittens. They're yeah. fun. The kittens are playing back. And he's playing. And he sees old one-armed Alvar start walking towards him in the pond. He goes, oh, I haven't gotten rid of these cats, and I haven't been working for like 40 minutes. This is trouble. Puts them back in the sack and tosses them in the pond. Well, he didn't put any weight in there. So the cats are inside the bag trying to swim out of the bag. And you can see their little hands like Jacob's ladder. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> and my dad takes a stick and beats him to death before his dad. I thought he lobbed rocks. Oh, my At God. First he did that. He wasn't, he wasn't seeing any success. Trying so to get the bag down with the And rock. just started smashing them in the bag. Oh, the Holmberg farmhouse. Because that's how the fear of Alvar. Yeah, the fear of Alvar. Because he'd roll him up in a carpet and beat him to death. So. It wasn't a. I mean, my dad's a normal dude. What do you call I know, those? I know, uh, I know, imprinting make, memories. Sounds like it. Oh, the core memories. Core he's, memories. Yeah, he's, got, he's got a lot of core <laughs> memories. But his his diagnosis of your gout is that you're probably going through the change, and it's time that he doesn't see you anymore. Does he? Uh, oh, the change. Does that he was, lock up sometimes or hide in the corner if he goes to like a carpet store? And there's rules. Uh, you know what? I've never been. Oh! I've never been to a carpet store with him, and there may be reasons why. Most of the jobs he did in uh, construction, the tile, tile was a okay, big deal for yeah, him. Yeah. yeah, we're not doing. We're not specking out carpet. Made great friends with a guy who had a tile company named Morris. Morris used to come. Morris was one of the only guys that could do a pop in. My dad would actually answer the door. Morris is here. He loved the tile guy because there's no threat of uh, you know rolling up in a carpet. <laughs> yeah, it was a crazy. It was crazy. They were old European. My my grandpa was a, as old Euro as you, and Sweden wasn't a fun, happy place when my grandpa was a kid and his parents. Plus, you're working in the farm. Oh. That work's got to be done. Yep. Not only that, you go to the pipe fitting place all day long, come home, work the farm, and you work the farm. Yeah, it was a nightmare. But when grandma started going through that change, woof, forget about it. So, that was the gout. That was my, my and that's me, that's my core memory of gout. So, oh, when I look at you, I'm like, hey, you're going through menopause, Brett. <laughs> It's weird when you're five years old and your dad starts telling you your mom someday is going to go bananas. Just keep your eyes open. Let me know if you see anything strange. Like, I was his lookout. I was the rooster. If you see anything like isn't normal Marcy type behavior, you just let your old man know. All I had right. a buddy tell me a couple of weeks ago, he's just wrapping up his divorce that's taken about a year. And he's like, yeah. let me tell you something. <laughs> the change. If you, 90% of marriages will survive yeah. if you can survive the change. Oh, you're not getting divorced after the change unless she does it. Because the dude's like, I can. If you can, sur- if you can live through the change, it's the Vietnam. You got a chance of making. I have a buddy of mine right now. It's like it's like eight years. Like it's an eight year process. I can't take it anymore. It's eight years. Well, his it can is. Be. I think she's milking it. To be honest, because who knows? Yeah. But you, you hear it's funny how long that has been out there. <laughs> yeah, the change throughout the history of Mad. <laughs> I find it hysterical. Because I'm like, all right, you, it, it, bitch starts acting oh, crazy, see. bitch goes away. That's how it is. You know, if, you, if you think that you've got an excuse to go bananas, and I understand it's real. There's no question it's a real thing. But if you can't control how you act around me to where you're like, all right, I am going through this. But, you know, if you start doing the thing my grandma did and putting ketchup on your neck and acting like your head got half sliced off and I come to save you and it's a big laugh and then you're mad about the door. I'm definitely going to pull a little, uh, you know, the last few minutes of The Incredible Hulk. You're going to see me walking down the road with a dun, 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 dun. I'm on to the next city. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I I'm, I feel horrible for ladies because they have to go through that kind of stuff. Oh, but, it's brutal. But you know who I don't feel sorry for? Guys, we don't have to go through it, and you shouldn't have to put yourself through it. 
You say that. Yeah. Oh no. It gets it's it's real, but it's got to be you know. Yeah, so there's ways you, you got to hydroplane above some of the stuff and, and, uh, right. and know that, oh, that's the change. Right. But if the change starts becoming like an excuse to be horrible, yeah. eh, then it's time to go. Yeah. <laughs> and my dad taught me that. Run from it, boy. Run. There's plenty of ones who've been through it or won't go through it for a few years in between. Oh, that change. And he wouldn't, call, he wouldn't say the word menopause. Always the change. Sounds more dramatic. Turns out. My mom just had uh, a little too much red meat in her diet. Had nothing to do with menopause or anything. She was maybe like 40 when this was going. He was immediately convinced. All right. That's it. Katie by the door. The change has begun. It starts <laughs> in the town. Let me tell you something, Alert the media. <laughs> a broad's foot just doesn't shatter from one step. That's the change. <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know if you're a doctor enough to know. And we've already diagnosed Brett with it. So with oh. menopause, not even gout. Oh, lie down. Let me roll you up. But we need a doctor out there at Carefree and I-17 this morning. Albertsons or Safeway, do you know? I don't. It's one of the two, whichever one's out there, uh, because Brett's going to go out. And uh, we need a real doctor. And a veterinarian will do, like a medical professional. We have plenty of vets. In the, I know one guy who was. We gonna, got enough pharmacists out there. Yeah, yeah. Why well, can't I get a vet? Because sometimes those pet meds that look, are, are a lot cheaper. They're than, the same medicine yeah. too. I take the uh, dog prednisone. It's the same thing. Yeah, okay, thing. Trump. <laughs> <laughs> it's good. It works. It takes away allergies. It's an amazing thing. And if you've got some in your cabinet for your dogs, but yeah, the uh, yeah we need a like and, and I trust veterans, veterinarians, and veterans. I trust you, veterans. Not all of you. Some of you are wacko. But uh, you'll have some gout people come by. I got gout. Yeah. Oh, you're going to get the stories of people who had it, and then they're horrible. You got it. And then some lady's going to come out. My guess is about 51. I had gout. Just remember Dan. She went through the chain. <laughs> <laughs> but the uh, uh, yeah. and it could be a bug bite. It could be. But I want a veterinarian because they like uh, Alonzo Bowden's got the greatest line about veterinarians ever, which is they're so much better than human doctors because you bring them anything. Like a, like a knee doctor just sees you and goes, I can't do anything about your ankles. I don't know. But you bring a vet, a parakeet, a cat, a hamster, a dog, any breed of dog, any, and he's like, right, let's see what I can do. That's a good point. A doctor has like specialties. He pushes you off on another doctor who does that specialty. You know, I've I got two two new shoulders, two new hips, and I was lucky enough to have the same doctor for the shoulders and the same doctor for the hips. Two different guys, but... One would never, I could never, if I liked one more than the other, I could never go to Dr. Aragi and go, okay, hey, can you do my hip too? And he goes, oh, no, no, I don't do those. Like, he's a human doctor. He only does, like, one little square of your body. Vets, they show up. They'll look at that and go, that's gout. They had to study anatomy. They had to study, like, how it all works. So they yeah. know. So we need a veterinarian to go take a look at our our, uh, yeah, thanks. our boy Brett because we think he's got gout. Comes limping in this morning. As far as a bug bite, let's see. Um Brown loose. No, you'd Look know that because that, that starts rotten from the center. Not right off the bat. Oof, but I, heard, you have I was a wondering if it starts it. off with real severe pain and then the necrotizing, whatever the. Necrotizing. 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 <laughs> oh, man. At least I'm Pat, I'd like to solve the puzzle. <laughs> necrotizing. Necrotizing. <laughs> And you know why he does that? Because like he, he thinks that it means it blackens. That's why he said that. Well, because it turns black. It negrotizes. It's just Spanish for black. It has that necrotic venom in it. Necrotic. That's better. That's right. Necrotizing. Does it have a center on it? Do you notice a little spot? I, I was like three in the morning. when I So it just started out, hurting so. in bed. You no, got I, out. it was like last, it was yesterday afternoon. 
You started Probably to late notice. in the afternoon. I'm like, what the hell's going on? And it was a little there? bit. Yeah. And, and then, then a little more. Than more okay, then, you got yeah. gout. That's good. Well, at least it's not the change. You got the gout. Well, no, it is the change. <laughs> like, ask Dan. Dr. Dan Holmberg will tell you. Hey, it looks like your boy Brett's a... Uh, it's time to time to jettison him because this change is going to be no good. He's right at that age too, pushing fifty. Oh man, was that guy afraid of that thing? And I don't know what happened. Like, I think he just aged through it. But he, yeah, he did not survive the change. He, it scared him to death. And I've seen guys go through it now, and it's most of them are single. I'll say that most of them did walk away because it just you know. One of the greatest lines I've ever heard. I'm like, I don't know what happened to my wife. She used to be a maniac in bed. Then this menopause came along, and now she's just hot and cold and hot and cold and mean all the time. I'm like, oh, yeah? And he goes, and she can't, you know what? You know, just to be around me, it seems like she hates me. You, you got to lube her mouth just to eat a meal with me. <laughs> like, what? You dry her out that bad? Oh, yeah, she, she hates me. They're divorced. And, you know, she seemed, maybe it's just a truth serum. Maybe like that whole menopause thing is like their excuse to go, I, I'm just tired of you and I need you to get out. And so they just treat you like they're mean as sin. Because, you know, I've never seen anybody in public just lo- like going through menopause, lose their mind at a group of people. They can control it. I know. You know? Yep. It, it, you can have that moment where like, oh, I feel like garbage, oh, but I can't I do this publicly. A, I think you're right. There's a combination. Yeah. I know you're going through a lot, and it's hot, and it's cold, and you're uncomfortable, and whatever. But when, but you can temper it when you're in a crowd, when you're at a dinner party or something, or at work. You don't just lose your mind at everybody at work, and everybody accepts. So we've worked with a bunch. All the broads downstairs are. We probably watched most of them go through it in our 22 years. I'm staying out of that one. <laughs> and when it happened, I didn't notice at work anybody getting especially evil, and everybody going, "Well, that's just part of it." Well, you got to deal with Jill. She's losing her mind because it's the change. No, she knows how. But I bet you her husband Andy dealt with it. If she's, I don't know if she's through it or not. But it's uh, you know sometimes the case where the the closest ones to you get get yeah the they front get debating the it. right. It's the same thing with periods at home. The closest ones get yeah, beaten. Yeah, hold on, yeah, the closest ones are, and only it's a beating because I'm not going in there. That thing's full of blood. Just beat it. Forget it. I think that they pick up on the vibe too of the uh, you know. Being a man, you're like, oh, get over it, Buttercup. You know, yeah. like you can deal with this. Yeah. We deal with it, and, and <laughs> well, we don't understand that. No, when we think we can, but when you know, I see somebody where they're coming from, but they feel that vibe, right. it just makes well, them more I, upset. I, like, yeah, and that's the thing. Like, if you're acting like a dick to me, yeah, like, what's going on? And then, but to everybody else in the building, you can turn it on. Well, then you can do that for me. Yeah. If, if I haven't done anything wrong, now if I've done something wrong, that's different. But if you're just being a dick to me because I'm the one that takes the punch, no. And I remember I was one of my friends brought his wife to one of the Steeler games, and I knew, and she'd been open to me about like, oh, this the because it was like ninety degrees outside, and she's like sitting inside and going like I get so hot, like it's two hundred degrees. I have to have a coat if I'm inside because it feels like it's four degrees, and she and she's laughing, and then he turns to me goes, she laughs now, but when we go home, everything's gonna be my. And she goes, nice, real nice. I'm like, oh, boy. Oh, it's starting now. Oh, it started right from <laughs> super nice to me. Like, everything was, ah, just an explanation to him. Uh-uh. She ain't dealing with his ass. So how long does it last? Well, that's how according to Dr. my dad. Dan say? It, it never <laughs> ends. It, all, it lasts as long as you stay. That's what he said. <laughs> my dad was like, once you notice the signs, it's time to run from it. Like I said, that reverberates. So, but he's like, 
if he can get through it, yeah, you got a ninety percent chance of surviving. It's, it, it feels like it feels like the it feels like the I'm like oh geez, it's like the pop machine guy. Yeah, when you talk when you talk to an older guy about it, it's almost like the lights dim. There's candles. You can hear the Viet Cong in the background, and it's he's the expert who's in his third tour of Nam, and you're the you know you're the noob that just rolled in off the off the plane, and he's telling you how things are going to go here in the jungle. You have to realize you're about to walk into a world of. Sh- there's nothing you can do about it. Let me tell you how to handle it. Run. Run. <laughs> and my dad will tell you all about it. His eyes will roll. And it's mostly his mom. My mom didn't have like a, a too loony thing. I think Fox News was more damaging to my mom's behavior than. Yeah. And I think my mom, my parents, you know, my dad had a good way of dealing with I figure. Ignore her. Golfing. Yeah. Or uh, I'm doing this. Get out of that. I don't remember my mom going through it, but she was a crazy guinea anyway. So I'm like, well, you know, it could have happened and it would just been a day in the life for me. Well, and they did ebb and flow. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Of course, they got together and. Yeah, that's probably true. Yeah, your your parents. That could have been during the change. That could have been. Well, there was a lot of change going on while Brett was growing up. There was divorces, remarriages, divorces, remarriages. That whole place was just a. Oh, it was a roller coaster. It's the most stable, unstable situation I've ever seen or heard of. I didn't see it. But anyway, so good luck to all of you. And so you're going to get some drugs from a veterinarian today out of there. I'd probably get some drugs from other people out there, too, on DUI bikes and everything else. <laughs> yeah, you are great. Well, no, that's actually... You doing? You're going to an okay spot. I know the I-17 scares will not be any DUI bikes But the I-17 area. goes all the way to Flagstaff. <laughs> so there's lots of... Nice spot. Twinkies and flag. If it's the center, I think you're you going to. It's nice. It is. But he's he's scared of the I-17. And rightfully oh, so. I'm not scared of it. I hate it. Give <laughs> me that place. Oh. All right. You're still a man. You're not afraid of it. You just yeah. avoid it. Yeah, I'm right. Wise. But yeah, I... I understand because I watch the news, and every the time they say there's a fire, a shooting, uh, somebody on the loose, yeah. they're, they're always on the I-17. That's the one. Dunlap and 27th Avenue. Oh, yeah, right, yeah, right next to the I-17. Yeah. Yeah. Smile, be nice. There's a lot of ladies going through changes yeah, right now. Yeah, that's right. And they tend to and all be in be that up area. There too. Yeah, all of them. You're probably here from a couple of, I heard you guys talking about the change. I got gout too. A woman's feet just fall off, boy. Run. <laughs> it's God's way of protecting you from running from them. Limping around behind you like Jack Nicholson from The Shining. That's <laughs> what I'm walking around yeah, like right now. Going to be a thing. Yeah. Speaking of that, I was you know medicine and stuff. I watched the news last night, and they're encouraging everyone to go get nalox or n- n- what's it called? Uh, naloxone, which is just Narcan. Naloxone, okay. The the stuff that uh, stops Just heroin overdose. Oh, yeah. yeah, but they're like, if you don't have this in your, you, you know, and the and the story was kind of weird because they're they're like, you know, you got medicine for uh, allergies and you got medicine, so, you know, you you stay prepared for all that. Why not have this in your house just in case? And I'm like, because I'm not on heroin. And yeah, nobody, I don't do it. Nobody in my house is on heroin, and if they are, I'm just dragging them outside. I mean, and sorry, don't have that. <laughs> right? No, I didn't keep Narcan on hand so you could go bananas. <laughs> And feel cozy. It's like, I'm sorry. guess who keeps coming over to yeah. your place? Yeah. Homer's got Narcan. We can go as far as we want. <laughs> I'm not keeping Narcan around. That's a, that's a gateway to yeah. you trying it. You're helping. I might put up signs that said, no Narcan available inside that's my home. That's a great idea. Yeah. I mean, if you're off the I-17, then it's a good idea. You should oh, have it in your house. They I should agree. Have, Narcan I have it next stands to the- <laughs> like fireworks. I got two of them. The safety spot and then no yeah. Narcan. In fact, if you start Narcan needs in my home, I'm driving you to the I-17 where they have the you know solutions. 
I'll call the police. And like, there's somebody overdosed in my house. And by the way, he's the only one, and he's never allowed back in. If you're, if I'm heroin adjacent to where I feel like I need Narcan, I'm too close to heroin. If this news story on Channel Three last night made you think, you know what, we do need Narcan. We have an awful lot of heroin. You got to change your life. You're, you're either too close to Narcan, or your kids are too close to Narcan, or you're just letting the opioids float around the house. I just went through it with my surgery where they gave me the red cap pills, the opioids that I had to take. Well, I was supposed to take. I didn't oh, take. Give me I some can't. of those right now. Dan, oh, I gave them away already. Damn it. Some kid needed them down the street. I'm like, here you go. This is for you. <laughs> right off 17. He had gout. So, I, uh, yeah. So, I know. I'm, I'm yeah. I, you get rid of that stuff. You grind it up. You throw it out. You flush it. And I'm like, Don't flush it. You'll kill. No, I do whatever I can to not have it in my house. So, I'm not a target for that. I'm not keeping Narcan around just because somebody else has a heroin problem. I don't hang out with people on heroin. It's not as big a problem as the news is making out in that it's not everyone. There's a lot of people on heroin. But you can avoid it. I've been doing a 51-year job of avoiding heroin. Whenever I've seen it come close to me, those people are immediately jettisoned from my life. If I find out you're on heroin but you're currently asking me for help, that's different. But I've never been to like an opium den or done the Chinaman's nightcap or anything like that. I'm not playing with it. It's not something I keep near me. And I know it can, I know it can grab you. We've t- I've talked to people who are like, look, I did pain pills and it got me and I was stuck. Yeah, that's a different situation. But I don't keep that around me. I don't have it. If I start hanging out with Keith Richards or something, maybe right. I'll keep it at the house. I don't, but, uh, and, and I don't if, see that happening. If somebody around me starts, if I can kind of spot somebody who's currently, I've seen train spotting. I know what to look for. You're asleep and the carpet starts to sink into the earth and there's a baby on the ceiling. That's when I kick you out of the house. No Narcan. Narcan is a, uh, that makes that makes everything okay. Oh, don't worry about it. Shoot up right here in my living room. I've got Narcan. Channel 3 telling you. Yeah, go get some of that naloxone and have it handy just in case somebody in your house slips into a heroin coma. Are you getting paid for that? Had to. That's the, That was my first thought, too. This is an advertisement. Oh, don't say that. They're not downstairs are going to be uh, all calling the Narcan manufacturers. Well, so, <laughs> hi, this is Dave Harr. And, hey, uh, do you have <laughs> someone in your house that's in a pickle, pickle, pickle? <laughs> <laughs> if that dude starts <laughs> shooting out for Narcan. Scott Lehman here for Narcan. <laughs> Well, you do. Uh, have, I'd listen to those. I'd be like, "This guy's figured something out." You here. do have those people that want to save lives. You know, of that was just like, "Oh yeah, I want to be that guy." Of course, then you are voluntarily adjacent to heroin, and if you're willing to be that person, have Narcan in the house. I'm not, and don't get mad at me for saying I don't want it in my house. Don't call me or email me. Like, oh, heroin's a big problem. Not at my house. It's not. So I'm not keeping Narcan in there just in case I have a friend who decides to show up and go into a. a overdose situation it's not happening i'm 51 in two weeks i'll be 51 years old i've never once had an od in my home the news would make it seem like it's happening every day in everyone's house it isn't here's a great idea they should um if you have the narcan you uh, chip it so if you you know google like on uh Google Maps or something? Yeah. Narcan closest to me. When you're that have it. walking home from school and you see a little E in the window, yeah. like these are the people in case someone's trying to rape me, I knock on their door. I never trusted those people that had the... It was always the single older man had that strange letter in his... That was a safe house for you walking home from the bus. Do they still I have remember that? they had the big red E? I don't e think so. That's what I'm saying. E and then ours kind of was that hunter... Orange. Ours was bright red. Yep. Had a big e. huge E on it, like a like a emergency. Yeah. It was like a poster board. And you'd put it in your front window. 
And as a kid, you're like, there's the house you go to if something goes wrong. But you don't realize that what something goes wrong means. How easy can you flip that? Well, beyond, yeah. Well, how, how easy put, can you, you just put one of them up there? Make one yourself. Come on in. And play pretend, and you're the rapist. I never trust the E houses because I'm like, well, first off, who wants that invited to their home? Some kid getting chased down by a, an abductor. Adductor is a muscle, abductor is a bad guy. And it, yeah, you, know, you go and knock on that door, and you find out it's like, uh, you know, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the people who you think are saving you, is the house where the guy lives. That stuff ain't cheap either. Ninety bucks for a bucket of Narcan, a little nasal spray, and that's yeah. what they were telling you to go get. That's like the size of a Floney's bottle. How about this for a solution instead? Because I think San Francisco tried this, where like, let's give them Narcan and needles and make it so the heroin isn't the. You fight the heroin, you don't fight the after effects. One hundred sixty-nine bucks. Nah, you're gonna die. You come to my house. <laughs> yeah, I'm spending ninety dollars yeah. just in case meds that only last ninety days. Screw you. Have your own. Hey. If you're on heroin and you're on opioids, I'm sorry for you. I'm sorry your life went that direction. I don't know. You keep Narcan in your pocket. Bring your own Narcan. Bring your own Narcan. (laughs) Don't rely on me. If you can get a a script for it right now on GoodRx, you get it Safeway for $20. That's pretty good. That's still too much. Screw that. Screw that. not keeping that naloxone in my house. It'll be available over the counter starting in a couple of weeks. So now it's gotten so bad with the other stuff that... I'm just not going to have it on me because then I'm inviting then. And then I've got a responsibility that I don't want. That's a job. Like if I'm walking around the road and I got Narcan in my pocket because I'm a just in case guy and I happen to see somebody laying down, I'm like, ah, nuts. Well, I do have Narcan. I better help out. I usually step over those people. When I was, uh, I used to, I, did we ever go on the bike on the trail, uh, on the canals? We never, you know, I, I never took it. No, I never went to the, the canal that I live by. It's beautiful, and it goes forever. You can almost go all the way. I can go to uh, the furthest I've gone is 63rd Avenue from my house on the canal. It takes no time at all. But you got to dip down under all the avenue roads. So they don't. You there don't, you go. Yeah. I mean. And I was coming back one time, and I was on like 43rd Avenue, and I dipped under into the thing that goes under 43rd Avenue. I think it was 43rd, 43rd Ave Tunnel. Yeah, it's like a little tunnel on the canal. And I went under there, and when I went through, it was empty. When I was going back, there's two dudes laying in there, and they were needles, and I'm like, ah, great. And they were just laying in the middle of the thing. So I could have bunny hopped them, but I didn't. And I pulled them like, hey, guys, move. Didn't budge. One of them's eyes barely worked, looked at me like I was, you know, a floating unicorn. I'm like, oh, God, they're gacked up on the H. So I kicked their feet. Move. You pull your Narcan out of your holster. Because I'm trying to walk the bike. And I'm like, am I being set up here? Is this a yeah. trap? Like, they're slowing me down. So and I'm going to keep my eye behind me. I got Again, I got my phone, which is super expensive. The bike ain't cheap. You know, I've got a lot of stuff that they would want a wallet in my back pocket. If they only knew. Oh, well, they didn't care. Nice. They were, and so when I kind of realized, oh, this is just a gacked up Narcan situation. I don't have any Narcan. I'm just, and I just rode away. That's, that's a life choice to lay in an alley and do that. Used to have some uh, questionable stuff even on the 22nd Street up there. There's that little underpass. Oh, 22nd uh, Street is where the heroin people I remember, you know, walking the dog around there. You'd go through that little tunnel, which is really nice. The little one, yeah. The Myrtle Tunnel, which I call Murder Tunnel, has a – you and I have been by that. Oh, yeah. We never, you were never there when it was the, they were sunning themselves like lizards. No, huh? That used to be a problem. So there was a big uh, – like a – God, that thing had to be a 30-degree cement wall. Yeah. And that you could lay on it. 
And there were like eight or nine of them scattered around. It was, on, the, on nice days, they just sleep in the sun. Like turtles. Yeah, yeah it was like, oh, they're sunning themselves. That's, and you just scream through there. I wasn't going around, anybody being a Narcan? I'm not, I'm not that guy. And you can call me, you know, unsympathetic or whatever else. But look, I've made it, I've made it this far without trying heroin. And that's with this face. If anybody is a, is a candidate for escaping this life, it's this guy. And I've never, ever done the Narcan. So you don't have to either. So the bigger problem is the heroin. Don't put it on me to have Narcan in the house. And because and, and, that scares me into thinking, like, if somebody does OD in my house, and I'm like, well, what happened here? And then the police show, you don't have Narcan in the house. Like, suddenly some, I've done something wrong. I'm like, no, 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 let's focus on That's the why dude. I called you, pal. Yeah, let's focus on the dude who shot up here. I don't know. I think about it. It's laser ODs. Oh, you get your I Halloween back. Them. Yeah. <laughs> Well, if I didn't, yeah, he'd let him go. Brady would be—that would be Brady's. That's Brady's. Uh, mm-hmm. Sophie's choice. That would be <laughs> if he's laying in the front yard all decked. What, out. bro? Oh no! It's like lasers, and I'm the only one that could save him. <laughs> Ooh, he's not gonna need these jack o' lanterns. I'll yeah. take these for my <laughs> display. And uh... I did everything I could. I swear, <laughs> Mrs. Laser. Looks like Halloween moved back to its home. I'm better, Bogan. Yeah, give me back my pumpkin. See? Yeah. Great job. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, don't start telling me I need to have Narcan in the house. Please. Start talking to the people who are addicted to that stuff and, uh, you know, try to help them out. And give them Narcan. Give it to yourself. You're good at putting yeah, that, drugs in your body. You do it. Regular, you know, every Christmas. Yeah. Yeah, give a your hair stocking yeah. stuffer. That's a great idea. Stocking stuffer. That's good thinking, Brady. They should have that on the Christmas in July on the QVC. A little Narcan for your heroin addicted friends. And you hand that out. So don't put it on my ass. If you start feeling a little dopey, throw one of these in your nostrils. Well, I pass out for my overdose. See, this seems to be a you issue. <laughs> now, if it's someone I care about and I happen to have Narcan nearby, I'm shooting the Narcan in, and when they come to him, like, hey, we can't be friends anymore. Because you're a heroin addict, and I don't need that around me. Because the next thing's going to happen, be driving around not knowing, and you got H in your pocket, and get pulled over by the cops, and a simple thing, I find out you got warrants, and we got heroin on it. I'm like, ah, mother f- hang out with a heroin addict. You want to sell a boatload of Narcan, just start riddling commercials during those Hallmark Christmas movies. All the ladies, you sell so many cans. <laughs> <laughs> Narcan for your friends. It's a Narcan Christmas. Jesus loves Narcan. <laughs> I remember when I was in that band, when I was uh, Uncle Jesse, when I was in Tony Roma's and college age boys sitting there, and I watched that dude shoot up in his eye. Yeah. Oh my God. The eyelid, right? Yeah, it was right. And as he pulled it out and he dropped a needle right between his eye and his lower eyelid because he doesn't leave marks. I'm like, what am I looking at and why am I around these people? And I walked away from it. I'm like, I can't be part of this. I remember telling the drummer the next day, I'm like, this is wildly over. I can't be part of that. I watched the dude shoot up in his eye last night. I don't want to be in these situations anymore. It's not something I surround myself with. Cobain bothers the heck out of me. I'm out. <laughs> right. Now, if I was, if it was Kurt Cobain and we're starting to like, hey, we're making some noise here. <laughs> I got I to get through this. This window's going to close quick. I might have made the run with Kurt for a year or two. You could have been the next Dave Grohl. Nah, you had your own Foo Fighters. Probably not. He's got loads of talent. <laughs> I would have been the next Chris Novoselic, though, and I'd have made all that money and then disappeared. That would have been nice. Anyway, uh, let's get a wake-up song. And if you've got Narcan on you, good for you. But you know what that means. Mother Superior, you're going to be the one handing it out to the weirdos. You're hanging out with weirdos if you need Narcan. 
Reassess your life and your friends. That's what I say. Uh, get yourself uh, a wake-up song, 585-9800. A good one. We'll start this Thursday off beautifully. Tell you all about Brett's gout and where it's headed next. It's 98KUPD. Wake up! Hey, it's not weird. It's pretty cool, actually. No membership fee. I have heard enough of this. UPD. Holmberg's morning sickness. You've been deceived by an agent of Satan himself. He's evil. Sitting right here. Come on. No, no, he's not. He's not evil. He's just a bit rude. 98 Ah, there you go. Alliance right there. It is a glorious thing. Thank you, Alliance. Boy, the emails are rolling in. Sorry about all those guys who were dealing with a lady going through the change. I forgot the audience we were talking to. There's a lot of guys. Dude. It's real, bro. (laughs) That's the first thing this one says. Oh, yeah. The change is real. Your dad is right. My wife has been going through it for years. And oh, boy. I never knew I was so wrong about everything in my life. They go effing crazy. This guy says, uh, that change thing has about ruined my life. I'm trying as hard as I can to adapt, but this lady's gone nuts. If I could afford it, I'd leave. I don't even like her right now. My dad was right. Dan was crazy about the change. Probably mutual feelings going on there. Oh, she hates you too. Absolutely. And this Bradley says, you're right about the heroin thing and the Narcan. Said, I went over to a girl's apartment once. I kind of liked her, didn't know her. She starts breaking out heroin. Willing to smoke it or something and asked if I wanted to join. I said, no. And I left and never spoke to her again. I didn't think to myself, man, she's cool. I should have Narcan around just in case so we can have some fun together. <laughs> yeah, don't think that, boy, if only I had Narcan, I could hang out with that heroin addict. That's a strong, uh, you know what, let's get this out of the way. I'm breaking out the heroin. Yeah, see, we've got, yeah, that's a really, that's an aggressive. I had a friend of mine who went to a girl's house on the first date and at the, he went to the bathroom and came out and she had Coke lines on the table. And she goes, yeah. He's like, no. And he left. <laughs> He's like, wow, I've known you for two hours. You you broke out the Coke? Oops. And I said, was there a conversation where you seemed like you'd maybe be it? He goes, no, I basically, I don't drink. Somewhere she had to get the go. Yeah, dude doesn't. Green light. He doesn't drink. Like she's oh, reading that. She's a Coke fiend. In her brain, she's like, right. I need Coke. I, I think he, everyone does it, yeah, right? He's going to do it with me. It's fun. Oh, the other dudes I've slept with have it. And he just looked at her and said, are you kidding me? No. I don't want that around. Are you, are you going to be that? The big sign was he didn't drink. He doesn't even drink. Look, I had a Coke great breakfast. Yeah. That's a, yeah. I had a nice cup of coffee. The coffee date was amazing. <laughs> Conversation was fun. You rattled off a ton of different topics, and now I know why. You're on Coke. At least put it in your profile. We have to your get... dating profile. We have to get back to that old-timey thinking of, you know, not sitting there feeling immediately sorry for the person who's breaking out cocaine and heroin on a date. But dismiss them. And I know that sounds, you know, yeah, emotionless, I, okay. but there's that moment to sit back and go, this isn't something I want in my life. And I shouldn't have to be Captain Savaho and fix this person's life. I'm not that I'm not that guy. I don't want to fix you. If I notice that there's something severely wrong with your behavior, I'm leaving. And um, you know, on the other side, you have to understand it. There's something you could do that might not be cocaine or just, you know. Right. Here's my Star Wars collectibles. Uh, yeah, that's my Jonah Hill moment. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's my Jonah Hill moment. Go, hey, if, if it means so much to you to have cocaine all the time, we're not going to have a good relationship. Let's just cut it off now. Oh, you're so insensitive. I'm like, no, you are. And, and I don't know if coke addicts or uh, heroin people or drug people see the person that goes, I'm done with you. And says, well, that's because I'm on heroin. I think they see it and go, that, that's not a real friend who's helping me through my problem. It's like, no, you, I've decided not to have that around me. 
That's okay too. Like I have a friend who was an alcoholic and does and it's different now, but at first couldn't be around people who drank. Like didn't want to go out to bars and stuff or restaurants where people at the table were ordering drinks because it's like that's temptation, man. He was still a fledgling in the recovery. I understood that. Like he's not going to hang around us, and I'll respect it if he wants. If he asked me not to drink in front of him, I would have said, "Cool, I can do that." But I'm also not going to invite him to a lot of things because it's not my problem. I shouldn't have to do all this adapting. But if he said, "Hey, if we go out, would you mind not drinking?" Yeah, I'm fine with that. But if I'm like, we're all at a party and stuff, and he's like, "John, you can't drink because I don't drink." I'm like, no. You're not invited anymore. You're dealing your demons that I don't have right now. So, yeah, we'll separate until you can handle it or until I can handle it. Uh, this lady's Tamara says that some of the bars up in Bisbee have Narcan sitting out with a sign next to them saying, take if needed. Boy, that town has changed. Well, how about the bar recognizing that a lot of its clientele is pretty much gacked up on heroin and they've got their kits out. And it's like, well, instead of asking them to leave because they are good customers and they don't, they stay a long time because they can't walk, we might as well just uh, give them some Narcan so they can puke and rally and start over. Well, now I know that's a good town if someone asked me that. I know that's a user or whatever. <laughs> You're looking for a place to go that has it ready? Bisbee. <laughs> yeah, you guys should move to Bisbee where they just keep it out and about. Yeah, I'm not a fan of that idea. That's not good. Uh, Brett's on his way out uh, to the, the uh, was it, can you say Cave Creek or Carefree? Carefree? I got to see. I forgot. I think it's Carefree. I think it's Carefree also. He's at the Albertsons on Carefree Highway and the I-17. And uh, it's because of Operation Hydration, which, by the way, gangbusters so far this year. And, uh, you know, you're hearing about it constantly on the news that we're about to break a record from 1974 that... 18 days in a row of 110 or more. It's been basically 110. It's going to be a little hotter. We have this all the time. Uh, don't let it's the. It's been summer here yeah, in Arizona. For since all the summers I can remember. Yeah. And uh, don't let everybody fool you into thinking that the earth is coming to an end uh, the way that this, this chicken little mentality we've got about weather has, has permeated through society. We're breaking a 50 year old record. Explain that. If, and we might, we came awfully close yesterday to not doing it. So one degree different yesterday, and the record's not shattered, and nobody's talking about 18 in a row. And then they'd be talking about 17 of the last 18 days. Not a record. So it's hot. We know that. That's why we've done Operation Hydration for 18 years. It's always hot here. There's always a need to help people who need it because of the heat, and we just accept that. So uh, this, the, we have a chicken little mentality like that surprises people every summer. Oh, my God, you realize how hot it is? Yeah. I kind of planned for it, uh, and hopefully you have too. And if you could help out Operation Hydration, uh, you're doing a great thing for our friends over at the Phoenix Rescue Mission. And Albertsons is amazing. Uh, and Safeway, they've helped us out. Carefree Highway and I-17, that's where Brett is. He's got disturbed tickets, offspring. Uh, he's got KUPD stuff like crazy. He'll be there any second, and uh, you rock out there. Drop off your case of water and do your part to help out the Phoenix Rescue Mission, who are, you know, and right now it is the, the, the summer we expected. And that means we need extra water laying around at the water station. So fifth largest city in America. Shouldn't have anybody dying. Got to say thanks to Sherry. Uh, I call her this uh, the utmost respect because she calls herself this, Sherry the Jew, over there at the uh, Suns games. That I, She's my extremely talented and powerful bartendress over at the uh, Dos Equis Beer Garden. And I've gotten to know Sherry real well over there. She was friends with Kevin Ray first. And Kevin got me talking to Sherry, and Sherry is awesome. And uh, she dropped off a pallet of water for us nice. while we were on vacation. I didn't even know about it. She goes, she told me a couple of days ago, she said, 
uh, I, dr- I, I dropped something off for you. Have you gotten it yet while you were on break? And I'm like, I don't. And she goes, no, it was a delivery from, I think she said, to Costco or Walmart. And I said, uh, I'll go look. So I've been, it was Costco. So I went down to the front desk and checked my mailbox. I didn't know what she need, uh, what she was dropping off. Last three days, I'm like, I haven't gotten anything. She goes, it showed up on a pallet. And I'm like, was it water? Yes. And I'm like, oh, Sherry, I'm not going to look in a mailbox for that. Uh, 1,920 bottles she dropped off. Okay. So Sherry is an angel as huge. We knew. That's massive. So thank you to Sherry and, uh, you know, by proxy, the Phoenix Suns for helping us out with that glorious endeavor. That's nice. Did you see the Amber Alert last night? Um, I knew there was one, but I did yeah. not. Uh... The Amber Alert last night was a strange one. I was uh, I had the TV on in the background. I was walking down the hall. Um, and they brought it up, and it basically... It kind of caught my attention because it was a the um, the lady who did it, the mom. Her daughter is in intensive care and needed like like tubes and stuff put through her, right? Yeah. So she stole her, stuffed her in a in a bag, in a duffel bag, and tried to get her out of the, the place. And they got, I think they got her back and stuff. But then they said her name, and they kept saying it, and it ruined my. Uh, desire to think about the story in a serious way because they kept saying uh baby santana was taken away and my my brain just my brain just didn't went right down this road it was like what's going on baby santana and uh then i just there i was just like there's baby santana and then it made me picture a baby with a guitar and that panama jack hat santana wears all the time and i started laughing like baby santana's a funny cartoon and I lost complete sight of what was actually being talked about. Because this is all I heard every time Yetta Gibson said, we're looking for a woman carrying baby Santana around. I'm like, I, I want to find that. I had a dream, but it turned <laughs> Like this. If I saw an infant playing this, I'm like, baby Santana rules. It's kind of like when... It San- perfect black magic. Oh, sure. When Santana jumps the shark, like they did when they always introduce a baby to... Like, baby Santana yeah. touring would be awesome. Like Scrappy Doo, <laughs> right? Yeah, when Pebbles and Bam Bam had kids, like what? Yeah, Jumping the Shark always includes a new kid on the show. Baby Santana crushed me. So Baby I, Santana should be right in. I mean, maybe it's already been playing for years. I don't know. I think Carlos. <laughs> they kept, it's got to be in the mix. In the story, they kept saying the baby known only as Baby Santana. I'm like, God damn it! Stop saying that. Hit it. Because <laughs> in my brain, I'm just like, smooth starts playing, this starts playing. Like, I can't have baby Santana in my mind and take your Amber Alert seriously. And Robbie Thomas. <laughs> yeah, they stole two of them. <laughs> baby Santana featuring baby Rob Thomas. Damn it, smooth. <laughs> Cue it up. But it was, uh, yeah, I can't have that. Don't make funny lines about these terribly serious situations. Because there goes baby Santana and baby Rob Thomas. Welcome to the stage, Baby Santana. There's little bassinets yeah. up there with instruments coming out. You see the head of a guitar sticking out of a crib. Baby Santana was very good last night. Evidently, they got a. I don't know if they did or not, actually. They called off the Amber Alert, but. Baby Santana has been... <laughs> damn it, they, they even wrote it in the, the police thing. Baby Santana has been safely located in the back of the hospital. They heard faint guitar sounds and knew where Baby Santana was. Her mother, Rosa, 
is in a, a police custody at this time. Detectives continue to investigate the details of the incident. Well, there's not much to investigate. She stole the baby. She stuffed it in a backpack. Uh, probably a gu- guitar case. And then uh, took off with it. And they found it. So, I mean, investigate all you want. Mom went nuts. on the signs that... <laughs> that weird instrument that you... What is that called? Like a shaker? Yeah, it's a shaker with a thing on it, but I don't I don't know. Anyway, Sant- baby Santana can't be fine. Because they're like baby Jimi Hendrix. You're not going to think about a baby like, yeah. that you're looking for. The baby known only as baby Santana. Just say just known as Santana. I'm still going to think this. I'm still going to have the song in my head. But don't make it baby Santana because that makes it hilarious. An update. There goes baby Santana. Live on tour. No, no, no. Don't say these words. It's a cool beginning to a song. It's actually a great song. Santana kind of bothers me. Not baby Santana, but I would see baby Santana before real Santana. I find Santana to be kind of like LeBron James. He's sort of too into his own thing. It's uh, it's one of those things where actually live it's even better. Is it? Yeah. He just bores me. He doesn't do anything. He's like a cardboard cutout on stage. Yeah. I mean, you have to like that. Boring? I don't like that style of music. I mean, it's just... I can like it. I like the Eagles, but I've never seen a worse concert outside of Kiss than the Eagles show because it's... I might as well just play the album. Those dudes were stationary figures of zero activity. But the reason why... I mean, you know, that was also what helped them there that, oh, this is the last... Time. 1994. Yeah, so the member berries are, are kicking okay. in for a majority of the people there. You can and have. And they just, they do. It's just four of them right off the bat just standing up there. Boring. Doing. And then Joe Walsh did his solo stuff. And I'm like, this is fun. Look, now it kicks up. They can walk. Yeah. And then they went right back behind their microphones and did, there are stars. And oh, geez, we're not moving again for another hour. But yeah, Santana's always been the dude in the corner that's just, he looks like a studio musician who's just really good. He doesn't it's do it. jam anything. sessions. Yeah, and I'm not a fan of that. Baby Santana. <laughs> now we got some. <laughs> yeah. If like he had a, a baby in a papoose or something on his back, now we got a little that something. That would be amazing. Yeah, baby Santana sure is awesome. Don't, glad they, don't glad they found him. Yeah, he's Bjorned up. He's just covered in babies. And now Santana will play with nine babies attached to his body. He's incredible. Maybe Rob Thomas. That would be phenomenal. All the babies have a different instrument, mini instrument. So it's just the band right there. Baby band? See, now this is exactly why people like us shouldn't be informed about Amber Alerts all the time. I wasn't looking for that kid. It just made me draw a whole cartoon in my head of baby Santana and all he could accomplish. Remember, we were talking about the effectiveness of alerts? Yeah, So did this one work or... Again, I think the Amber Alert is more for the person who stole the kid than it is for us. It does bring great awareness to the idea that, and I think we all do it, where we just kind of look around our immediate circumstance and say, well, there's no baby Santana here. I would know. I think baby Santana. If I get that alert, there's not much I can do. Like, look, I mean, I knew there was an er alert. Right. I didn't even look into it. Well, I was at home. Oh, there's an Amber Alert. Right. I was at home. So there was not a whole lot I could do. Now, if, if I'm sitting there going, Megan, do you hear that? 
Do you hear that? Is that getting closer? The... Jesus Christ, baby Santana's here. I think that's it. Oh, my God. We got to call somebody. The Ember Alert works. She's here. She's real close now. She's right outside the door. Yeah, baby Santana just walked by my house. What are the clues? Here, let me hold the phone to the door. I'm pretty sure it's her. And he's found. They drive by. It's just like, call them. Oh, my God. That Did you hear that? The baby Santana just drove real fast right by us. I wasn't looking. I was in the hallway. I was about to take a shower. Baby Santana. I'm like, what? That's a thing? But I wasn't going to look. But I do think Amber Alerts work, but I think they don't work for the reason. Like, nobody's looking. If ever there's evidence of that, it's that kid in Houston who's been missing for 15 years and he lived in his front yard. Nobody's really looking. I mean, like, when they have the silver alerts and they give a license plate out, I'm like, I'm looking for someone going the opposite direction. I'm never looking for that. <laughs> That's what I'm, I'm like. What am I going to do about it? Oh, there he comes. There they go. Going on the wrong way. Baby Sam's kind of blew by me. That, oh, they're going north. That's not, I can't help that. The uh, uh, Remember before Amber Alerts? This is insensitive, but it is kind of human nature and ideal in realism. Remember uh, before those Amber Alerts, you got those things in the mail that said, have you seen me? Yeah. And it was a kid. And it was a picture of the kid. Valpac coupons. <laughs> yeah, it was with the coupons. So they knew that you cheap bastards yep. that were always out searching for a deal might stumble across this missing kid. But uh, tell me if I'm wrong. The picture of the kid, the last known picture, and then you see like that artist rendering of what they look like now. Your first thought was, oh, they're dead. Like if they had to do a drawing of what they think it looks like, that too much time has passed. And probably not. And I don't even know if I even looked at. They've been missing for 10 years. I always looked like at that. the time. Like, if it was missing... I did. If it said missing June 27th... Like, oh, they're uh, still fresh. Jeez, that's a fresh one. We could stumble across that. And it said missing June 27th, 1998. <laughs> and here's what we think they might look like now. Like, in a field. That one's under something. That kind of makes me like, you know, there's fresher ones. Let's <laughs> let's move on from that hey, one. We, if we, we haven't found that, that one by now... Well, that was the, you know... It's once a... I don't know how often those things came out. Once a month, Oh, maybe. they were out all the time. Every time I went to the well, mail, I'm talking about like the Valpac deal. Well, I don't know if they always were with Valpac. But Toledo might have gotten them, yeah. too. <laughs> Toledo might have no, gotten No, they were for a while. They were always in a Valpac? Yeah, there was one of them that, that was tied to one of the one of the advertisers. <laughs> yeah. So I, yeah. I always Sponsored. thought that Sponsored they, got, they got the free advertising that sure. week. Hey, this kid's in a pickle. Like, brought to you by... Brought to you by Papa John's. Missing pickles. Yeah, I I, uh, I want you to find your missing kids, but don't give them funny names to it. My brain starts dancing around this. I just don't. Baby Santana, baby Jimi Hendrix, <laughs> any baby classic, baby Elton. I'm not going down the proper roads if you just go baby and then a famous name after. Just baby. call it. I know it's a baby. Baby Freddie. I, I don't need baby put in front of its name. I know it's a baby. Is baby from uh, Dirty Dancing missing? That's different. No. If, you're, if an infant was stolen from ICU, I don't need baby blah, blah, blah to be... I know it's a baby. Just to be re- reiterate, uh, baby Megan Fox, I'm, I'm looking for that, and it's got great cans. Like, in my brain, I'm not looking for the right thing. Like, if I see a baby in a duffel bag and it's not wearing the Panama Jack hat, that's not baby Santana because my brain's already painted a different picture. So stop saying baby Santana. And I'm glad baby Santana's Okay. And you know what? In that particular case, I don't know why mom lost her mind. Uh, she stole the kid and put it in the duffel bag. Maybe she was unhappy with the care. 
but it was an intensive care. I don't know what was wrong with baby Santana. Maybe writer's block. I don't know. They get an artistic funk. Don't say baby Santana out loud to me. And recognize that, look, a lot of people won't say it, but a lot of, almost all of you think the same way as me. Baby Santana did not make you think of a missing kid. Made you think I hit Rob Thomas. Brought a smile to your face. Yeah. Oh, it made me laugh, and it brought some great music into my head. I'm like, oh. So in a weird way, I walked down the hall going, I'm glad baby Santana's gone. I hadn't I hadn't visited Santana music in a while. Well, at the time, I didn't know. No skin off my back, really. Again, that sounded like someone else's problem. A sad, sad, tragic problem, but I was going to take a shower. John, that shaker thing you're asking about is called a rattle, and I learned about that in a bar in Bisbee. <laughs> On Narcan and heroin with a baby. A baby rattle and baby Santana. Baby Elton is missing. Get in late. I hadn't seen my mates. So tell me when the boys get here. I'm not looking for Elton. She found the bitches yeah. back. <laughs> they found baby Elton. <laughs> bitches back. <laughs> or baby Elton's like, goodbye, baby Elton. Who <laughs> I never knew you at all. You had the grace to hold your baby self. And those around you call. I'm not looking for baby Santana without a laugh. And then I'm going to be the jerk that's going <laughs> to find baby Santana. What's so goddamn funny? You don't think it's funny that we're calling it Baby Santana. I don't want to be friends with that guy. <laughs> he's he's t- got a stick up of his ass. If we got to look for this tragic baby missing thing, then we can't even have a giggle at the Baby Santana aspect of it. You know, you got to find some levity in this darkness. That's a great song, man. I forgot how good the guitar work is. Although I do think he ruined one of my favorite songs ever, which is Sideways. He wrecked it. Citizen Cope did Sideways, and Santana basically pulled the DJ Khaled and said, can I just throw guitar licks over the top of this beautiful song? It sounds like a dude in the backseat of your car wrecking a song you like. That's when he was like Michael McDonald. Everyone wanted him playing on their songs. I don't know that they wanted him. I think he just asked, and they're like, well, it's, There he is. It's well, we're not going to tell him to leave. Yeah. Especially after that Shaman album. He oh. was on it with everyone. He made people famous that michelle yep. branch you couldn't yep. get it like she was she had one hit it was santana's song and the shit was the the game of love what was that called yeah i think it was game i of think love. it was game of love is this it there he goes yeah. baby santana kicking ass with michelle branch up there in Sonoma. that was the one yep. great song oh they were nuts for her because she was from sedona Michelle Branch is from Sedona. I'm like, yeah, but do you think we'd have heard from her unless it was one with Vanessa Carlton, too, maybe? He did? Hey, I don't know. Michelle uh, Branch's sister was a, uh, a good waitress. What? At a restaurant in Sedona. What is happening? Of course you know that. What was the restaurant? Elote? Was it? No. Oh. And then people would go see Michelle Branch in concert and expect Santana to roll out there. And then some replicant would go out and play the guitar solo. I'm like, that's not Santana. Oh, wait, I'm here to see Santana. I don't care about Michelle Branch's stuff. Because then you got to listen to the other 12 songs Michelle Branch had. And none of them were any good. Like, well, Santana would have at least five or six hits, I know. I hope her baby gets stolen. <laughs> if anybody's going to name their baby Santana, it should be Michelle Branch. Because that's why she's able to pay for it. Is it bad that my thought was the mother took her baby 
And I'm like, to Santana. Well, that yeah, but I mean, the mother took her baby. Like, why is she being arrested? She took her baby. <laughs> yeah, you can't swipe it out of ICU. I, I yeah, you got to ask but permission. It's, like, it's her baby, though. It's a good point. That's risky too. Oh yeah, yeah the stuff. Anytime you're stuffing risky. a baby in a duffel bag, whether yeah. it's yours or not, you know you're doing something fresh wrong. Out the, <laughs> fresh out the oven. <laughs> there is nothing. That's not good, Mama. No. Well, she's new. I give her a break. She is. She's not experienced, she is, Brady. She hadn't learned that yet. She is certainly a zygote in the mother world. But anytime you, she knew, or she'd have just picked it up and carried it out. Going, oh, I'm not allowed to do this. She knew she, she right. was up to no good, that's, or she yeah, wouldn't have stuffed it in the in the Jan's yeah, port. Swaddle it and put it up against you and walk out. Yeah, if you, break, if you break out of Jansport to take your baby anywhere, you know you're doing something wrong. And just stuff you in there next to the books and say, "Yep, let's get out of here, baby Santa." You think she still got her senior year stuff on her backpack? Then the Jansport? I don't think she's graduated quite yet. No, come on, what, what the hell is that? That's Whoa. not that wasn't Santana. Baby Dre got out of that stole. <laughs> anyway, baby, baby Dre. Dre would screw me up. I would not. <laughs> All these babies and all these hoes, and here's somebody here going. <laughs> I would not be looking properly, so don't, don't throw baby in front of an obvious baby. I don't need to know that's baby Jeffrey. I know it's a baby. That's re- what did you think I thought? I needed that, you know, clue. It's, it's laying down. It looks like an old man that's been shrinky dinked in a diaper. It's a baby. I know what babies look like. Don't throw the word baby in front of it. There was uh, my friend say uh, baby because the name. I mean, you see a baby. I guess maybe if you saw a baby in a duffel bag, that's probably it. Yeah. <laughs> if you hear a duffel bag crying, yeah, assume it's baby Santana. I <laughs> I'm just pretty much. I'm almost positive baby Santana's in there. Almost positive of it. That duffel bag seems I don't to be making an I'm awful. I'm calling regardless. Right. Eh, it, even if it's not baby Santana, something no good's going on here. Uh. Officer, I've got something on the line here. I just nine one one. Can I help you? Yeah, got a duffel bag. Seems to be making a big racket. <laughs> Could Aww. you put the phone next to the duffel, please? Sure. Hang on a second. You found her. <laughs> yeah, that's definitely baby Santana, and maybe baby Michelle Branch. <laughs> I remember Michelle Branch. She had a nice little riser for me. Yeah, it was mainly because of Santana, though. Yeah, we agree. Uh, too sweet on the baby in the backpack, though. Let's hurry this up. That baby Santana. I know exactly where I was. And I very rarely freeze in my tracks. But I was stepping over the little gate in the hallway to keep the cat from... The baby gate? Yeah, it's a baby gate. It was a baby gate. It actually is. How ironic. And I, when both feet hit the ground on the other side, I took one step towards the bathroom and heard baby Santana is missing and whipped around and watched that TV just for the picture because I wanted to see the sunglasses, the hat... And maybe the shirt. John, I had this before he got in trouble. I always thought, what if the baby has a baby and it's a news story? The baby's baby. Baby to baby. <laughs> oh, baby, little baby. The, the, the baby the, hates gays. Little baby is different than the baby. Oh, little baby They're is different. Two different, different. artists. Yeah, there's the right? baby, little baby, little baby, and baby. Little baby, baby. And then you got big baby. And big baby. And baby, little baby, or big baby, baby. Little big baby. Big baby, baby is missing. Who's on first? I don't know if I'd think of uh, Amy Grant first if I heard big baby, baby, or if I thought of <laughs> probably. Baby, 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 baby. Anyway, stop it. Stop making abductions hilarious, Channel 3. John, you've convinced me there is no hope. I tried giving humanity some benefit. No. I was wrong. Yeah, you're wasting your time. That just comes with age. People call it cynicism. I call it reality. <laughs> like, after a while, you're like, oh, oh, oh that's what people mean when they're older and they say, none of this matters. 
It's all for nothing. And then you start realizing, oh, as you age, you realize your actions don't actually do anything. You just spend a lot of time patting yourself on the back for helping out. And it is wild cynicism yeah. based in realism. Yeah, well, that's what cynicism is. It's just right. a mean way of saying, well, this guy's too realistic. <laughs> he doesn't dream enough. Oh, trust me, I got dreams. But I also look at, I, it's more just like uh, uh, real good bullshit decoder. Now you start realizing, eh, I'm not getting my feet in that pool. That's a waste of time. So then you come across as cynical. But you've been down the road a few times. So you know when traps are set for you to be emotionally disappointed. I missed it this morning, John. But did you say whether or not Nyalaleoleoleoleoleoleoleoleoleoleoleoleoleoleoleoleoleoleoleoleoleoleoleoleoleoleoleoleoleoleoleoleoleoleoleoleoleoleoleoleoleoleoleoleoleoleoleole
Wow. He's Listen new, to this. This is great. A, he's a new father as well. Yeah. He said, Sal, the Italian weatherman, made me laugh so goddamn hard I had to pull over. My toddler is in the back seat <laughs> and was laughing because daddy was laughing. It became a vicious cycle that lasted minutes. That's right. I listened to you in the car as a kid with my mom and dad, and now my little dude is being shown the way. Well, don't think he's going to get two-thirds of his life with me. <laughs> Truly, for whatever reason, that rant got me going as much as I can remember over the years. Thanks for the laughs, as always, doing your part for the voice of normal people. Uh, oh, that's right. Uh, Steven was there when Jack Ham. he's with you. Yep. Is he still with Channel 15? Yes. Uh, well, no, actually, no? I think he left. Uh, he, uh, he, he and his wife wanted my dog Jack when they were puppies at the station, and I ended up. My wife is still mad you got Jack Ham before I did. Sorry, Steven. It's going great, by the way. Jack's awesome. And you know, traffic's cleared at a Holmberg house. He ain't home, so Jack is up for grabs. <laughs> He's the black one in the back. You can't miss him. Tell your toddler in the back seat to shut up. <laughs> Pipe down there, baby Santana. We're, we're robbing a dog. <laughs> Sal LaGuardia. I like Sal. But I preferred uh, Tom, the suicidal guy. The front, Monday and Tuesday were a gem listening to Tom. And again... Asking Sharp, and even Broomhead text Sharp and said, what's going on? Your guy sounds like Stephen Wright. You know a hey, guy over there. Me. You got to get audio of that. I was walking my dad around the other day. What are you doing, Tom? <laughs> I don't know. It's a small world, but I wouldn't want to paint it. <laughs> Bought some powdered yeah. water the other day. I didn't know what to add. <laughs> Tom the traffic guy, K-T-A-R. And poor Sharp. Sharp sounded like a carnival next to this guy. <laughs> Thanks, Tom. He turned into Tom Lehman next to his Tom the Traffic guy. Uh, anyway, Brett's going out this morning. Got to get out there and help him out. He's dropping that water off for the Phoenix Rescue Mission, which is just so great that you guys are helping out. He's on Carefree in the I-17, and uh, you've been great. We haven't been in this area yet, and I don't know how many times we're going to get up there. Uh, again, keep in mind, this only goes to Labor Day, so there's only four more weeks of this, right? Five? Actually, no, it's six. I keep jumping ahead a week because my birthday's coming up, so i got a lot of thoughts. Uh, It's uh, Carefree and I-17. That's where you go this morning for Operation Hydration. We'll check in with Brett in a second. What's on the big board of musical treats there? Uh, Wake Up Song brought to you by our friends over at Action Ride Shop. Uh, I think they're still out doing doing rides. I don't know if they're going to Angel Fire or not, but I heard Josh was taking the boys up somewhere to again experiment again wow. in the. I don't. It's got it can't be in this heat, but maybe those guys they're are driving that away crazy. to someplace better. Uh, if you'd like to join them or just figure out if your bike can handle heat, take it all out there to uh, Action Ride Shop, corner of Gilbert and Southern in Mesa, and uh, tell them that uh, HMS sent you over there. They'll hook you up. Uh, lots of um, stuff for the change. On the uh, changes by Bowie for your dad? <laughs> well, no, my dad's been through it already. He was just warning people. My dad is the siren for a woman's right, change. Right. He was the one that looked for all... He was the Sherlock Holmes of menopause. Like, the dude looked for clue after clue after clue that this could be the moment it all starts going downhill. Glenn's, Glenn sent in one for uh, the changes and for the baby talk. Uh, bottom of a bottle by Butcher Babies. <laughs> I didn't know this. Michelle Branch is the mother of the Black Keys drummer's baby. Well, good for her. I love the Black Keys. Those guys are awesome. That's great. I didn't know that. Uh, Oh, right. Evidently, she beat him up. Yes. This is all a different story now. It just changed. That's that's a few years old, but I think they've reconciled. I don't know. It's their problem. uh, Another one for all the Bisbee junkies. uh, Nirvana Drain You. uh, Spine Shank Synthetic. 
again, lots of Rob, <laughs> Rob Thomas and Santana. Yeah. Might have to go with that. Such a good song. Let's let's do uh, Rob Thomas and Santana just because we've been teasing it all morning you might and have also. To play it from yours also. Oh, okay. I might have gotten rid of it already. Because yeah, it's such a good song, and we found Baby Santana, and it's fun. Evidently, there's a rapper named Baby Santana as well. I didn't know. Come that. on, <laughs> yeah, I didn't know that. So Rob Thomas, I can put it back in there, and we'll just start playing it that way. That'll work. How about them apples? And once the spot ends. Boy, I got a lot to do on this computer. I don't understand. Come on, man. You can do this. Oh, I forgot one. What? Guy says, come on, Holmberg, please. You always call this place heaven. Yeah. Please play Kisses, Heaven's on Fire. Absolutely not. I won't do that. <laughs> I refuse to play Heaven's on Fire. I refuse to play Kiss for this situation. <laughs> Makes me believe less in all the things I don't believe in. <laughs> now, I'll play the video here. We'll get this going. I don't know when it starts, though. Jesus, just Rob Thomas walking down the road. There we go. Hey, it's not weird. It's pretty cool, actually. No membership fee. I have heard enough of this. UPD. Holmberg's morning sickness. You've been deceived by an agent of Satan himself. He's evil. Sitting right here. Come on. No, no, he's not. He's not evil. He's just a bit rude. This dude knows timing of songs. He's good. I tells you, good. Uh, Brett is out there this morning at uh, Carefree and the I seventeen. He's got gout. We're almost convinced of it that it is gout. You are uh, how are you feeling? Well, uh, Doctor Holmberg, I'm uh, still in a little bit of pain. It's yeah. uh, jumping up in that jacked F three fifty that we got is uh, not the best not the best cure for it. I watched you as you were leaving because you stopped at your own car here outside the window, and I watched yeah. watched you get out of that and try to walk to your car. And I'm like, oh no, yeah, Brett's got the gout. And you brought yourself a lawn chair, like you're sitting outside of Satrials. And uh, you're, are you in your chair? No, not yet. I got to go get it out of the truck. I pulled up, and then we had to find a parking spot and everything else. I'm about to go yeah. get it, but yeah, I'm gonna. I need to break out the jogging suit and everything else. And... <laughs> not for nothing, but uh, you know, my foot hurts. Uh, so Brett's <laughs> going to be seated at the Albertson at I-17. Uh, Scott yeah. Haynes has emailed in. And he said he may not have gout. Scott used to be a wildlife firefighter and a, a personal uh-huh. trainer. He's really uh, he understands the anatomy. And he said, uh, I would guess Brett has something called barrel toe. Which is interesting. Is uh, it's only Italians, and it's when the uh, when the monkey drops the barrel oh, down go. onto your foot. <laughs> that son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah, and also it's good for, like, when you have a hammer in your hand and you're jumping and landing over the barrels, a lot of times you'll land funny. Yes, you'll end up with a barrel toe. So just in case, <laughs> yeah, keep an eye on that next time, Mario. That that might be you. I love that <laughs> okay. one. I thought that was hilarious. <laughs> that uh, is good. That's really it. funny because I just pictured, and now I picture Brett. <laughs> Running on the poop, 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 it's true. Uh, Brett, you're out at Albertsons on uh, Carefree and I-17. What do you got for us? Yes, we are out here. It's uh, Operation Hydration. You know, when we first started, this wasn't real hot. So yep. People weren't taking this thing seriously. But, you know, today it's going to be like 114, tomorrow 117 or whatever. But uh, we're taking those uh, water donations for... For uh, Operation Hydration, our friends from uh, Learner and Row helping us out, Portisubs, uh, Liquid Death Water, uh, obviously Safeway Albertsons, and, of course, uh, Watson Family Plumbing. And uh, we're taking those water donations out here. If you don't got time to, you know, if you just can swing by, throw one of those envelopes at me, we'll make sure that uh, I'll send the promo guys in there. I'm not going in there. We'll send the promo guys in to buy some water for you for the donations. And uh, while you're out here, I'll be signing you guys up for tickets. Go check out Disturbed as well as The Offspring. We have a little bit of that QPD swag, but uh, 
like we always say, you know, a city this big, nobody should be thirsty. You know? So we got we got to collect all the water we can out there. Exactly. And, uh, you know, Brett's just not, he's immobile, so he's going to be sitting in his chair. What we do need on top of all this, just out of help, is a veterinarian or a doctor or somebody <laughs> to come by and take a look to make sure Brett, A, doesn't have a poisonous bite that is slowly seeping into his bloodstream. It's going to be worse yeah. and better. Uh, if you've ever been bitten by a spider, a doctor will make you, like, circle the red area. And if it grows outside of that red area, you're in trouble. Like you got to say, and especially if it starts going towards your heart. But it's your toe, so you should be good. Also, if it's gout, you need to know because that needs to be treated before it feels like you have a broken foot for weeks. So we, we need somebody to take a look. We need a little free medical. It's a corticosteroids is one of oh, the things. Oh, a corticosteroid. Oh, that's great. I got those at the house if you need you them. You do? Oh, yeah. I got loads of corticosteroids. Yeah, I do. We'll go. I'll get some of those. For the dogs. I have 7,000 dogs in my life. Every one of them has been to the vet for something. They give you this massive amount of medicine. I have no idea why, and I've got tons of it. And by the way, it doesn't expire. That's just so you buy new ones. <laughs> Stop it with that. Loses effectiveness. Right. It, maybe a little bit. Sure. My cat was diabetic, cured itself. Still don't know how. Uh, cats can evidently do that. And the, the diabetes, uh, the insulin we had to buy was like 400 bucks yeah. for this tiny little ounce. And this thing was getting one unit twice a day. So two units a day. We never even tapped into and It only lasts for 90 days. Then you got to start watching out. Maybe take a tenth of an inch off the top of this thing if we're supposed to throw it out and go spend another 400 bucks on insulin. We just went until it started to look like the cat was wonking. Like, I don't think it's working anymore. Take like a year for that <laughs> stuff to go back. I don't buy into the expiration dates on all that stuff. I think that's just so you go out and buy more Dimatap. This time it's expired. It can be dangerous. Nah, that's a lawyer covering his ass. Take it until it's gone. And then Narcan. Well, maybe I better go to find a. Maybe I better find find a pet smart while I'm up here and go get some drugs. <laughs> hey, maybe there's a vet in there. Anyway, we need somebody to look at Brett. <laughs> Carefree in the I-17 at the Albertsons. If you can take five minutes out of your day on your way, that's not too far from the <laughs> Core Institute. So if if Doctor uh, Aragi, my shoulder doctor, could pop by, yeah. uh, Doctor Jakovsky, right. which is a true name, a real name, he was my hip doctor. <laughs> he might be able to help with he, that. Yeah, Doctor Jakovsky can help out. He's good. He's great. No nonsense, too. I like that guy. So all the core institute guys are right there up on the 17, just off of uh, Beardsley, I think, or I don't remember the street. It's up in that area, but it's close to you, Brett. So you're maybe. so drugged up when you're there. No, I, I'm I just not paying attention. I let GPS tell me where to go. Uh, so yeah, you can go to that. I've been there a hundred times too. Just now, it's just habit. Uh, so good luck, Brett, and don't walk around too much. Thanks. All right, uh, I'll try not to. All right, stay there. Uh, carefree and seventeen. The immobilized Brett Fesley sitting uh, calmly and hoping that someone comes by to help him and diagnose that horrible gout that he clearly has. He's limping hard. He looked bad. Yeah. Like, super painful. And I mean all the red sauce that this guy's... He drinks it like Gatorade. And then... Like four days yeah. up in Colorado. Drinking, guzzling alcohol. You know he had some back really rich bike. Italian back on the bike. Rattle that thing around. Has that boat of Chianti he always carries around. <laughs> always. <laughs> well, you have to. He's that little... What is that little wicker bottom on the Chianti thing? Yeah. yeah. Sometimes Brett gets splinters in his hands because that thing's been in the sun too much. With my Chianti. That's probably what he does every day when he gets off the... Because for some reason, Brett leaves the show, goes out on the patio here and makes a phone call. Maybe he's just ordering more Chianti. ready? I'm not coming home till the Chianti stand. What are you going to do? Uh, it's time now for Brady to give you all the news that only Brady knows. We call this the Brady Report, brought to you by our friends at Hooters. And you can head to Hooters for scrumptious seafood specials. A dozen oysters for twenty ninety nine. A pound of snow crab legs for twenty two ninety nine. 
It's a seaworthy summer at Hooters. <laughs> Head on over there and say hi to Brittany for us. Hooters, thank you. Brady reported. Good Thursday morning to you, Phoenix. Hello, world. Hi. Happy National French Friday. Okay. We've got a little uh, controversy. Uh-oh. You do. I guarantee you it's going to be about food. So, But don't worry. Your fast food places around town that serve French fries, you get uh, specials today. But evidently a year ago, uh, the fast food joint checkers petitioned the website National Day Calendar to change the day to be uh, the Freedom second Friday. Friday in July. The National Day took them up on it and listed as the 14th this year. But everyone else ignored it. So it was supposed to be tomorrow, French yeah. Friday. I yeah. see what they're doing. That does make more sense than French Friday yes. Thursday. Yeah. <laughs> so it's a go. You can still get Today your and deal. tomorrow? Yeah. Mm. You don't know. It's like rallies and checkers will serve you free fries tomorrow. Everybody else is doing it today. It's like radio stations doing two for Monday. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's Taco Wednesday. <laughs> you don't know, do you? About uh, tomorrow? I, I, I go ahead and ask, you know. You, well, there's yeah. good advice. Well, you're the one bringing it up, though, see. You're the one telling us that there's confusion and controversy, and then you're giving us no options. What is rallies and checkers? I would go today. Two. Rallies and checkers, let's see. They, they got are, good fries, too. They said really uh, good. they both uh, have a deal today, too, as well. You're making that up. No. All right. Read exactly what it says. And it'll run through the 16th. Oh, wow. All weekend. French Fry Friday, Thursday, yeah. Saturday, and Sunday. Just tough to put a banner out. A lot of free French. Free French fries. Just put up a sign that says free French fries and then take it down when they're not free anymore. McDonald's giving out free fries. Any size, no purchase necessary. Just have to do it through their app. Oh, you got to. Yeah, they want numbers. That's how most of them will do it through the app. So you have to app it and then wander in and take it. Yeah. Can you app and then go through the drive-thru? Yes. Yeah. Can you, you just have to yeah. announce when you're at the drive-thru that you've ordered on the app. No way. Yep. I want to eyeball that whole situation. Mm-hmm. Nothing I'm doing, and this is for all fast food places, is going to be blind and anonymous to, I'm here for the free thing. Okay, sir, pull up. <laughs> Thanks for wasting our time. <laughs> Brady told me today, because Burger King in Thailand has an all-cheese sandwich, 21 slices of American cheese. Yeah. You did? Or Well, not that one, but they have a couple of different, because this is a new one. Yeah, yeah. this they one have they just a, rolled out. So this is all-cheese, a pile of 21 individually sliced pieces of American cheese on two pieces of bread. Yeah. And I'm like, that's an excessive amount of cheese. And Brady goes, we just ordered a grilled cheese. And then you said that's what you used to do when you were a when kid. I was little. He'd go to McDonald's because, you know, bougie Brady over here thought McDonald's wanted to hear his special order off menu. But you just slap me together a grilled cheese real quick there, Pedro. And I said, do you know how much sperm and spit you ate as a child? Tons. Nobody at McDonald's. Gobble, gobble. They have pre-made food. The last thing they want to do. I love do. how you can put things yeah. out of your mouth. That's right. I ate a lot of <laughs> A lot as a boy. Jared's neighbors didn't eat as much <laughs> as I did. And I paid for it. That was back in the day when they were grilling, too. They were heating things up. There was nobody like, oh. Well, they had got- the flat top. That doesn't and mean they, they wanted the to bun, use they it. They flipped the bun over. Right. They made Stop. a grilled cheese. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Here you go, kid. Enjoy it. Thanks for the 10-minute break in my day where now I've got a line. Thanks, Ronald. It's fast food until you start doing that crap. 
Munch of cheese there? Go back there and whip me up a grilled cheese, no tomato, and then keep the greens off it as well. I mean, you know what I like is a little bit of that salt you have for the fries if you want to throw that down on the bu- I'm going to come back there and make it myself. You ate so much Ejac <laughs> as a kid. Like, it was never-ending. If you special-ordered stuff they don't even have. And I know your mom was like, yeah, isn't he adorable? And nobody else thought so. Well, it was Burger King that said special orders don't upset us, right? Or was that McDonald's? Special orders mean take the they're thing that we offer the you back in the, the day. Yeah, okay, yeah. But, they're, but they're not saying make up a thing we don't have. They're saying if you don't like one of the items, we'll take it off. I wasn't the only one doing it. Yes, you were. No other kids were going in there going, grilled cheese for me. And you know what else I could go for? Some crab legs. <laughs> Why don't you fire up some you crab legs? There. You got yeah. that flat you got top? Fryer. They Just did. I, I got them. crab legs. Of course you did. You know what? Those That wasn't crab. That was <laughs> gelatinous in a crusty plastic box. Got a couple of baseless fun facts. Oh, you, and he's just walking through it because Valderi Valdera doesn't want to admit that whew, so much in your belly. I'm going to go to Burger King now and order that. <laughs> yeah, I know they do it in Thailand. Can you make me one? 21 slices of American yeah. Wait cheese. Wait a minute. Are you complaining yeah. about yeah. 21 too slices? Many. Yeah, that's way too many. Siegfried and Roy. Never thought I'd hear the day. No, Siegfried and of Roy. American, you've got to be... On the same so page something else? on that. Yeah, multiple oh, cheeses. Oh, I, I yeah. agree. I'm not, yeah. a, I'm not a huge cheese fan. Sam Smith didn't make as much uh, <laughs> go into his belly as you. <laughs> when you hear the sound of the crowd cheering Spartacus, Spartacus in the movie, Spartacus. Yeah. It was actually a pre-taped recording from a 1959 football game at Michigan State University's Spartan, Spartan Stadium. Spartan. Were they screaming Spartacus or Sparta? They have, it yeah, it would be Spartan, must have been Spartacus. Because right? they do the Spartacus, Spartacus. Yeah. And that's a big moment in the movie. Yeah, evidently. Why would they chant that in Michigan State? Is that what the, um, they don't chant the Sp- mascot is Sparty? I don't know, back in the, you know 1959, Spartacus. I don't know. Maybe just because the movie. Well, no, because they did it for the movie. Yeah. Huh. Seems like they were missing the boat there in Michigan. Well, it's not a very good education, Michigan State. I've met a couple people graduated from there. A little slow. Got to talk a little slower. The first black president on film. Ooh, good question. Let me see. In a good movie. Well, I'll say the movie was uh, in 1933. 33. Well, it had to be a racist movie. He was killed in the movie, I'm sure. Rufus Jones for president was the movie. Oh. Seven-year-old Sammy Davis Jr. <laughs> a comedy. Because America thought, wouldn't it be hilarious if we stooped to those depths? It would have to be a child. The grown-up ones are already ruined. His mother dreaming of him being president. That's beautiful. Apparently it's filled with horrible stereotypes. Oh, imagine. 1933 movie about a black president. Apparently. <laughs> 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 What if it was really, like, progressive and woke, even by today's standards? We might have done this one. I think some, um, Busy Bone from Bone Thugs and Harmony mm-hmm. was kidnapped as a child. I don't remember that. His picture was shown at the end of the TV movie called Bone. Adam about a boy being yeah, kidnapped. the John Walsh story yeah. about his son Adam. Thanks to the picture, Busy was found. He went back home to Cleveland, Ohio, where he met the other members of Bone Thugs in high school. And the father of the boy on the movie, John Walsh. Yeah. Like you said. America's Most Wanted. Beverly Hills Cop 
was originally going to be a straight action film. With Sylvester Stallone. Yeah, didn't yeah. know that. He bailed out two weeks before yeah. filming. It wasn't supposed to be Rewrote it. Yeah. Well, they, they rewrote for, it on the fly, basically, too. His name was going to be Axel Cobretti. And then Cobra came off of yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's one of the weirder... And it wouldn't have worked, because it wasn't... It was going to be an action movie, like Cobra. And then when Eddie Murphy got it... And I don't know how they managed to think, all right, well, what's our next option? Eddie Murphy. And they were, were they? Yeah, it was so far down the line. Like we're ready to go. Yeah, they were. Let's, they, let's put something in there. Yeah, they're pretty good. It was a great movie. Hold up, John. Okay. So I've gotten a grilled cheese with extra. I could have gotten a grilled cheese with extra mayo at McDonald's. <laughs> I had a crap childhood. I didn't even know they had mayo. <laughs> they don't. It's called Brady sauce. <laughs> you want a little Brady sauce in that? Yeah. Last time it was good. <laughs> It's a little salty today. My mom taught me the word viscous. <laughs> and that's what it's like swallowing an oyster in the middle. Of it. it was delicious. Put a some more bleachy smelling mayonnaise on there. You bet, kid. <laughs> a website called Numerator. Follow the top Prime Day purchases by tracking tens of thousands of customers and over 100,000 orders. And the hot product this year. Temptations cat treats. Oh, Jesus. And then Amazon Fire Sticks were the second. Number two. So yeah. People went with cat uh, cookies. Yeah. Interesting. A lot of cat ladies at home with Amazon Prime. That's true. A lot of them just looking around like, you're going to get a special treat today for half off. <laughs> I'll be here in four hours. It's a twofer. This happened in Montgomery, Alabama. Uh, police say a young child was responsible for carjacking a vehicle Tuesday morning. Eight-year-old kid. With a gun. Whoa. Carjacked this couple. Kid then got in the car. They chased him. Just he a- wrecked into another car. Yeah. No one injured. But it was a full out carjacking. First of all, uh where'd he get the gun? And uh second of all old water on the house. Car to an eight year old. Here's the thing. I, I and uh, granted, I've been through quite a lot of training at Tactical Black. <laughs> but an eight year old pointing a gun at me, getting his ass kicked. <laughs> yeah. Badly. Like, I'm moving that gun right away. I know he's not going to overpower my first move, which is to redirect the weapon. Break his arm. I am going to move the barrel of that gun and throw an elbow through his unfinished skull. (laughs) Because he's no good. Come on. He ain't coming back and becoming a CEO of anything. I'm finishing that little guy. A witness who goes by Snake Nap. Followed the vehicle from the crash scene and realized along the way the little boy was driving and... That's when he called the police. That's Brady's cute phrase for uh, erectile dysfunction, snake nap. <laughs> Just That's another it. snake nap. It's like a little snake nap going on down here. Sorry, Ronnie. It's like tonight's a snake nap night. Why don't you wake him up? Yeah, an eight-year-old that points a gun at me. I'm like, oh, oh, oh. All right, let me just get this out of the way and finish you. Where are your parents? I don't have any. Imagine. Give me your car. And if you're in a neighborhood where Snake Nap is the closest witness, uh, you, this stuff's going to happen more often than not. This is pretty sad. Uh, you familiar with Anchor Brewing Company? Oh, Anchor yeah, the Steam. old brewery. They're done. Yeah, yeah. it was uh, after 127 years. I know why. They kept their brewery in Northern California. It was too expensive to make a craft beer now. Yeah, comboed up with the uh, pandemic. That that shut things down. The a pandemic bit. 
made alcohol sore. So if they oh, screwed yeah. the pandemic up, it's their and it fault. Just made yeah. it more localized mm-hmm. than anything. The pandemic and it wasn't can't the biggest be your... bur- you know. You, you, I think there was uh, there it is total sixty one employees. It's just the oldest. It's the oldest. Yeah. Anchor Steam. It was uh, acquired by uh, Sapporo Holdings Limited. It became a Japanese beer. Well, well the company no only. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. They had to answer to their Japanese overlords. That's a Japanese beer. Capitalism is what that sounds that like. That is man. exactly what that is. But I'm just saying, when you got Japanese owners, you're a Japanese company. Yeah. Anchor Steam. And yeah, and they were in Northern California. It was just north of San Francisco, if I remember right. And, uh, it was that crafty, cool hipster thing in San Francisco. And then craft beers went crazy. The last thing you want is a craft beer thing in San Francisco. You're paying through the nose just to have the building, let alone all the taxes and stuff. If you're it was not- a tough time to filter the poop and urine filled yeah. water and all that. <laughs> that and the homeless that keep yeah. crapping on the front of your... <laughs> I've been saying it for years, and I've never been more right than now. San Francisco is a sh- <laughs> It looks beautiful from a distance. You get in there, and it's like, ugh. Might as well be crawling on the inside of a pumpkin. It's just gum and seeds. And it's that thing Brady was eating there, that grilled cheese. Oh, the 21 slice. Oh, man. There were so Ugh. many buns wiped between butt cheeks every time you went in with your special bougie boy order. Bougie. I'm bougie Brady. I'd like to order off menu, please. Uh, I said welcome to McDonald's. I'm going off menu. Hey, Steve. My pleasure, sir. Hey, Steve, that asshole kid's back. There's that little fat bastard that comes in here with his propeller hat asking for grilled cheese. <laughs> Get a batch ready. You mean it, boss? Yeah, go start tugging one. Put it in a cup. Kid's eating it. This is plastic surgeon uh, from Columbus, Ohio, who live-streamed procedures on TikTok. She went by the name of Dr. Roxy. Her name's Catherine Graw. Um, but the Ohio Medical Board voted to ban her. Practicing medicine in Ohio, so whether or not she can go somewhere else, and yeah. but but she used to put the uh, surgeries up there on TikTok, and uh, she would talk through the procedures oh, to wow. like live stream it. I asked my doctor if I could have a surgery in my shoulder replacement, and they just kind of look at you like, <laughs> and the reason you, and then you start putting yourself in their shoes is like, what if something goes wrong? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you've, nah, we're not going to film this, and they probably film a ton of them because I can go online and watch them. But they do that, I think, for the teaching hospitals and all yeah, that. They do stuff. it for YouTube. Yeah. Like, there's, like, here's what Must it is. Consent from somebody, maybe after the fact, like maybe after they know everything went okay, then they come to you. But and if say, it doesn't, you still have video of it. That doctor's doomed. I don't think they do. If I'm a doctor, last Soon, thing I want, I think, cameras. I think mid, I think midstream, they go, hey, yeah. uh, cut that feed, delete that. Remember, well, that's probably that, if they know what's happening before that's true. we finish up. Yeah. But I'd get paperwork saying we're filming this, right? Yes. And then at the end, if I'm dead. The people the who film? care for me are like, you were supposed to film this. Right. Remember that camera? One mistake, that, one... Oh, screwed up. Remember when they uh, they had that guy left his phone on record? And they heard the doctor making fun of what a tool he was? Oh, yeah. They oh, ended up yeah. suing him for them being a... And, they, and he's like, I should just cut his artery here. And That's the other thing. The discussions that maybe yeah. go on between... Yeah, it's like our... We don't want this room yeah. mic'd Ew. up and camera. God, no. We're not doing life-saving stuff. By the way, Ben has a good point. So that eight-year-old that robbed that family... I bet you there were a couple 12-year-olds who said they were with Mr. Beast that put them up to this. That could be. <laughs> yeah, that right. could be. That's been going around. He was driving to Target. Yeah. Those little pranksters are at it again. Last year, a YouTuber named Andrew Flair bought a nuclear missile silo about 50 miles outside of Lincoln, Nebraska. His plan was to flip it 
He's done reno- renovating. He paid five hundred fifty thousand for it last year, and it's on the market for seven hundred fifty thousand dollars. Oh wow! Well, that's a cheap renovation then. If he's only making, it's a lot to live in a small town in Nebraska. Yeah, uh, but he's advertising it as an opportunity to own a piece of the Cold World, Cold War history. It's pretty neat. I've seen pictures of it. It's those silos they've redone are that needs it's to be not a show. that big. It's, it's a bunch of hundred fifty square like feet. He he made it like a total man cave, but it has a three quarters bath in there, one bedroom. Um, but uh, there's a little video that he's put up to show you what they've done. You know, it looks pretty good. You you also get seven acres, that's, and you see this field, and you can neat. barely see the entrance of the. Uh, oh yeah, it's pretty neat. Yeah. By the way, Gary has emailed and he said Yingling is the oldest brewery in the country, and that's right. Yeah. I have Yangling in my fridge, and it's, you know, well, I don't care. What, I'm going to say the Duke's a hat, or the, uh, the Smoking the Bandit, I'm going to Buford Justice, come by and take my Yangling. It's really good, but so I guess the Anchor Steam's the oldest craft brewing. I not think so. Or some sort right. of specialty beers. Yeah, because Yangling's only in the Ohio, West Virginia, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania kind of thing. I don't know where else they go, but it isn't that far. And they won't expand. Got a 12-pack at home. Yeah, I do too. I got them in my fridge all the time. Every every Steelers football season, somebody it's goes con- back. This is contraband. Careful, it <laughs> comes back and hands over a twenty four pack. Yeah, I don't get like if I have the cops knocking down my door to take my angling, I'll just give it to them because I'm going to get more in a little bit. Is that the silo? Yeah, I haven't seen the video. I've business seen meeting. Photos. Oh, I don't want to hear them talking. Did you see that group that's out to try to get rid of? Uh, um. Home renovation shows because it's <laughs> they, they've seen an increase of depression. What based on how everybody else seems to be able to make their house nice, but you can't, kind of thing. Uh, so like, you don't have the can't afford you it, can't, or... and it's it's making people kind of go through a thing. So there's a there's a small group saying we got to slow down on the home reno shows because it makes everybody feel like they live in a dump. Yeah, the silo looked pretty cool, and evidently there's another level. Below. There's loads of levels. That's uh, well, this one does, has second level. It's water, and he put a little raft in there. Oh, cool! Yeah, yeah it looks neat. And then well, a wall uh, of yeah, guns. All of guns. In case the, the apocalypse. No? It's still a, a military installation. Just so got done well watching The Last of Us. I'd have yeah, that too. Me too. I think next to the gun uh, rack, basically, is the original poster of the different missiles that was oh, it was cool. in there, left in there by the military. That's here's neat. The, here's the layout. It's like 14 levels, and two of them are living, and then the rest is just... Well, I think the left side here is livable. I don't know if the silo itself is livable. Down deep into where the missile is. Is the missile still in there? Because the drawing implies that it it is. It does. So it's still functional. Well, if you look at the logo, it's on the Remax site of this is what you're getting. Okay. I'll take the (laughs) missile. That's neat. Right. I think that's what the uh, yellow and black cone is. Maybe they filled that with concrete, the center post how it is now i don't know it looks like a missile to me it's got a pointy top and everything yep anyway i'd own that but i don't want to live in nebraska i certainly don't spend a million dollars to live in nebraska warren buffett barely wants to live in nobody wants to live in nebraska not a destination a sentence you got videos got a couple of radio videos two quick ones okay Well, uh, you're looking at something. You've never seen this before. Yeah, I have. <laughs> well, then. 
two guys walking down the street and the one they don't know each other and the one guy stumbles and basically hits the guy in front of him okay. accidentally. And this guy doesn't on. know who he is. The guy reacts in, yeah, a, in a very friendly manner. Oh, yeah, kicks him right in the face twice. <laughs> oh, yeah, I would have done the same thing. It looks like the guy's trying to nab you. Yeah. And he goes for his pocket. He, he reached for his pocket. It looked like he went for his hand with he his was, He's trying to, yeah. Those are nice moves. Look at him. Whatever's in his hand, he went right. He, that's yeah. He Not today, douche. <laughs> yeah. That's uh, that's an expect. Like you can later on say, "I'm sorry that happened," and then hopefully be understanding. Kurt Vesely apologizes for whatever happened. <laughs> that's in this what video. happens when you fall and touch an Italian man's <laughs> wallet accidentally. Oh! You're taking two to the face. His name was Laguardia. Yeah. Oh, I'm Sal Laguardia. This jackass just tried to grab my ass. Hey, Twink, you want one in the face? It's going to be a foot, a foot long. I don't know if you were in L.A. at the time, but this is uh, just a little. Member berries here. This is the reason why they stopped filming or doing I high chases. Do, I, this is a motorcycle. There are chase basically. Don't guys know that it's coming up so fast. You can see uh, he's going a uh, hundred miles an hour. Uh, that motorcyclist uh, appearing to kind of stand up there on the motorcycle there for a second. Uh, oh. But oh my oh. gosh! <laughs> oh man, wow. he, he hits the back of a car and goes a thousand feet. So the other one that I remember, I, but it, I, and then I saw it, it goes oh. back to her, and she says, oh, "We, you know." Sorry about that. Well, they st- they she put a delay on him uh, for a while there. They just banned all the stuff well, because that and the guy the that dog. lit himself on fire with it. The There's dog. a dog yeah. in the in the cab yeah. with him, and they were close up on it. Yeah, they they're like we can see him inside the car, and then the inside of the car bursts into flames, and they do a, a full pullback. And then, I, and then they were just allowed to do certain shots from a distance. You can't get up into the windows. And they had to have a huge delay on it in case something went wrong. These were dead live shots, which is crazy. Do you remember that uh, they did a documentary on it a couple of years ago? But it was that guy that had he was strapped up with the bomb. And yeah, the, the pizza, guy. pizza guy. Oh, yeah. yeah. Goodbye. Just blew him up. Uh, got a nerve. Terrible. Couple from uh, listeners. These uh, three guys are trying to chop down a tree. Oh, Two of them end up uh, doing a little Keystone Cops. They cut that beautiful tree down for it. They ran oh, into oh, each other. Oh, 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 well, at least they cut the baby branches. The trunk didn't get them. <laughs> they should have discussed which direction they were yeah, going to exactly. Run. You go this way, I yeah. go this way. That's a crossing route where the Y wow. receiver didn't Close. go deep enough, and the right. X receiver was way too shallow. Right. Is that a penalty, John? It's a... Well, no. It's a, it's the same team. You screwed up. <laughs> it's just bad um, execution. You've seen the game where you spin a bottle and then whoever the uh, bottle stops on gets to pick up the egg and throw you it at throw the guys. It at the other guys. No, so this is an it's example good. of that. So this is wait a minute. This is spin the bottle with. Oh, the guy's got no arms. He's got little baby T Rex arms. <laughs> He's handicapped. That's why that's funny. Is they played with a dude with T Rex arms. So this is uh, for guys who will never kiss a girl. Like girls don't even want to play spin right. the bottle. So right. you got a handicapped guy with baby arms and egg each other that dude should have just been covered dripping with eggs the little guy the, yeah because the well, that's bottle mean. well that would happen if it spun on the other guy he can still run not really what? why what's wrong with his legs because he's got baby legs. arms he can't run away I from getting eggs. Actually, i don't think he's going away at high speeds what why he's an easy peg oh my God. <laughs> be the hardest one there's less of him to hit He's got he's got little tiny T Rex arms. He gets right down there. Look at those legs. That's a strong squat. You couldn't do that. Between him and you, I'm egging you like eight times before I even get one shot off. Gone. Of no way. Your lumbering ass would be. You'd be more egg than man by the time you got out of there. 
Now, the he arm thing is funny. Know. That little T-Rex guy reaching for stuff is funny. But Brady doesn't think if you've got baby arms that you're functioning as a human at all. Uh. <laughs> what a jerk. <laughs> He's chucking eggs at that handicapped kid. That's how I'd play the game. Not going to make my target. <laughs> Bad target. Pick the fat guy. I know you're not supposed you, That's what you, the mark at the table, but. He's the one you want to hit. Even the fat guy knows in that. Yeah, situation. I'm in trouble. A big wide dude shouldn't be playing the egg me game. I'm getting you. Even a bad throw is probably. There's a bunch clip of those him. where they are the the, the guy the, the big guy's taken off and he falls about. Yeah, because they're bad at straight. running. There's a video of uh, TV Doug Hopkins. There's a video of both of us trying to run, yeah. Brady. We're not well, going yeah, anywhere. The, the TV Doug Hopkins has a video where on his show years ago, uh, one of the other real estate guys challenged him to a race. Doug's fast, which is weird. Because he he's, he looks like a lumbering pile, he's fast, and they're like, "Oh, and just wildly eats face poop." Doug does, yeah, it's hilarious. Beef sitting in the driveway. He wins the race. I remember he if it's Doug or wins. the other guy. I don't know if it's no, no, no. He's already won it. I remember if it's him I or the other guy. Somebody eats it, but it is so funny to watch because it's just. Wait too- a minute! Oh, he he tumbles after he wins the street challenge. Yeah, I don't know when it was. I don't, it didn't matter. They fell. It's not like we're you know keeping Guinness records here. Somebody fell down and hurt themselves, and it was fun. <laughs> it's fun to watch fat guys try to run and fall. That's hilarious. It's great stuff. Uh, it's good that Brett's not here because he would show us death videos, and it makes Thursday happier than not happy. Uh, we'll get right to Brett in a second. He's out there carefree in the I-17 with something wrong with his foot. Hopefully a doctor has uh, popped by. We'll check in and see how that's going. In the meantime, there goes your Brady Report. It's 98. Hey, it's not weird. It's pretty cool, actually. No membership fee. I have heard enough of this. UPD. Holmberg's morning sickness. You've been deceived by an agent of Satan himself. He's evil. Sitting right here. Come on. No, no, he's not, he's not evil. He's just a bit rude. 98. Thursday, uh, we're not going to be here tomorrow, so uh, we got to training. We got to sensitivity training again tomorrow. We got to sit through the Hubbard, Hubbard classes to stop eyeballing the broads, and I, evidently we got to stop calling them broads. There's a whole meeting. Uh, we got to sit through tomorrow morning. So and we got to hack Brett's toe off. Tomorrow. Yeah, and then tomorrow, and Brett needs the day off because he's got the Italian gout, which uh, is not good. Uh, Brett, are you there? I'm here. Yeah, how are Barely. you? Are you good? <laughs> Yeah, I'm in a little bit of pain, but uh, the, since uh, Dr. Scott Haynes decided to uh, diagnose me with barrel toe, yeah. uh, the Oreo guy came by with uh, Oreo uh, Super Mario Brothers Oreo cookies for me. Gorgeous. Great-looking package. Yeah, it really is. I, I sent you guys the picture, too. It, it looks amazing, <laughs> and you're sitting in your lawn chair outside of Satriel's Albertsons yeah. on uh, uh, 17 and uh, Carefree, and uh, it's exactly. very funny. It's very funny to see because you sitting next to and smiling as big as you are with the Super Mario <laughs> Oreos. Now the only thing you need is someone to stop in there and get them about a half pound of gabagool. Yeah, yeah so, somebody go inside. Yeah, get a little, be good for my gout. Yeah, a little gabagool, some red sauce, maybe a Chianti. <laughs> Load up. Yeah, you, you, has a doctor come by at all, or are they that nobody's nobody's no, I, trying to help you? I got all? nothing. Yeah, I got a couple other guys that came by, like uh, construction guys. Like, dude, I had it. It sucks. Good did, luck. Did like, you show oh, it to them? No, no, but they were showing me pictures of theirs, but great. I just wanted to see guys' feet off. Yeah, well, you know, we got to get a doctor. The worst thing in the world is to be a foot doctor in Phoenix in summer, but I think maybe that you need to take the, you know what, on your way back today, pull on over at one of those doctors, uh, those urgent cares, and just whip your foot out. See what they do, (laughs) because you need to get fixed. But in the meantime, look at you. Through all the pain, you're basically like uh, 
your uh, your Oscar Robertson or no, it wasn't Oscar. It was Willis Reed. Your Willis Reed and your your uh, Ronnie Lott. You're you're going in the game and you're you're really injured, but we're letting you do it anyway. Albertson's on uh, carefree in the seventeen. Brett can barely walk, but he still wants to do good. And the Phoenix Rescue Mission is the beneficiaries. How's it going out there? I'm a charitable guy. All I'm missing yeah. is the bloody sock, and I can do the shilling. <laughs> That's under, right. But, uh... <laughs> maybe but maybe the swelling will burst and you'll have some blood God. pouring out. That'd be make nice. sure when you go to the urgent care, you go, Doc, I think I got the grout. Yeah, I got grout on my feet. <laughs> the grout. Yeah. <laughs> oh, jeez. Yeah, no, we're doing we're doing good out here. Like you said, we're at the Albertsons out here on the uh, I-17, just east, just east of the I-17 on Carefree. And, you know, we're out here for Operation Hydration, collecting all the water for... The Valley's homeless and, you know, going to be hitting 117, 118 this week. And uh, it, it's ridiculous out there. So we need to get all the water we can up and help these people out. Got to thank our friends that are all, they're always helping us out. Learner and Row, Port of Subs, Liquid Death, uh, Lawson Family Plumbing, and, of course, Safeway and Albertsons. And uh, while you're out here, you know, you, you just come on by. If you don't have time to go in the store and get the water, I'll send the promo kids in to get some for you guys. There you go. Uh, so if you don't got time, we, we will take those envelopes of money and we'll buy the water for you. But uh, we're all out here for a good cause, and I'm just sitting in my lawn chair. I'm yeah. like that ass. Just enjoying the day with your bum foot. That's all right. Uh, Brett That's is out right. there. You know what? This is very impressive, Brett, so we appreciate you doing it. Doing it for charity. Philanthropic. <laughs> even though He's got the gout. And he's still uh, out there doing his best. So hopefully you guys can help out. You're a good guy. You're good people, Brett. Yeah, you know, thanks, that's, buddy. But people have been talking about this. Brett, he's good. We're going we're gonna to make it part of the family. That's it. He's celebrating almost. <laughs> Brett's almost on his third anniversary on this dippy little show, if you can believe that. That's wow. Crazy. Isn't that amazing how fast that time's gone? Uh, anyway, go say hi yeah. to Brett. Take a look at his foot and diagnose it yourself. Hopefully a doctor will show up. Uh, we'll see you in a little bit. <laughs> All right. See ya. Right, there you go. Brett's out there. K- or carefree. I keep wanting to say Cave Creek. Carefree. And the I seventeen at Albert Sons. Who's here? Toledo said Toledo. the guy's name, and I Don't forgot. Well, we'll find out. I guess we're going to find out together. Who is it? Ryan Goldshire. Oh, Ryan oh, Goldshire's right. here. That's right. Ryan Goldshire is coming in here. Is he at, at the, the improv? improv? Yeah. Okay. Ryan Goldshire's at the imp- improv. Uh, we're going to chat with him next. It's ninety eight. Holmberg's morning sickness. Disgusting. They smell. They're sticky. They say things that are horrible. And Ryan Goldshire is here, and he is at the Tempe Improv just tonight, which means, Ryan, it's a pressure-packed night. To see it's a one-night stand. Yeah, if this goes well, we'll bang you again. If oh. not, you're never coming back. <laughs> and we'll pay you for You are it. the crazy girl in yeah. our lives. Oh, were you getting- we're going to give you one chance here. But if you <laughs> if you muck this up or steal some of my silverware, I'm never having you back. I'm the one and done. Yeah, it could oh, be. No. no, that's a pressure night. And it's weird for a young comedian to go, all right, this is it. And if you impress... Here you are headlining for like every time you come back, which is the goal, or or not, or or uh, right, good attitude. Way to way to play the game, right? <laughs> or maybe not. Yeah, I'm maybe a glass half milk kind of guy. <laughs> glass half spoiled. And you uh, and you said you had some dreams last night about like whether this goes great or not. Yeah, I like I keep like I'll like fall asleep and then it'll be like oh I killed and then I wake yeah. up and I'm like oh that was fake. Yeah. And then I go to sleep again and I'm like oh there's only three people there and I did terrible. It's the, like because <laughs> when I used to work in restaurants years ago. And I still have the dreams. This is like 27 years ago. I still have the dreams of pressure in that job because it was so much stress. And I did. I do occasionally with this one, like you'll have dreams that nothing works and you're just locked on a radio and you can't leave and everybody's standing outside going, what's going wrong? I I still have have the crossover. Yeah. I have the job crossover. Like, what am I doing on a sales call? Oh, he's doing the wrong job. Yeah, he's on the wrong job. I have dreams that like I'm driving my dad's car and I'm only 14. Oh boy! And I get pulled over, 
And I'm 26. I'm like, why am I thinking? Of, and I'm like, yeah. so nervous. Yeah. I still have dreams that somebody told me I didn't graduate high school and I've got to scramble my last couple of you hours. to do that last social studies I'm class. I'm 51 years old, for God's <laughs> sakes. And I'm sitting there going, what do I have in fourth hour and where is it? Yeah, it's crazy how your brain plays with you on stress yeah. nights. And so you've got one tonight. So I got one tonight, but I'm yeah. really excited. Yeah, it's going to be great. We've well, done it a couple times. So it's the old hat. Once you get yeah. the mic in your hand, you're standing on stage, you'll be good. Yeah, yeah. I'm excited. So, as long as people show up. Because if you look out and see empty chairs, that's going to hurt. No, I, I, I crush <laughs> empty rooms. I crush. Do you? It's a killer. You they can't lose, right? The show that's must perfect. go on. Yeah. We will make sure it's not empty. Uh, Ryan's like here. Fully schizophrenic and uh, <laughs> yeah, crush, crush in front of my in Absolutely. My Thank you, Jim. Yeah. Bob. Yeah, creating your entire crowd. Terry loves this. <laughs> we just found out, too, that you're buddies with Jonathan Kite, who was here a couple weeks ago. Oh, yeah. And you also do impressions. Yeah. That's... And, uh, like, what's your signature? I know as a person who does impressions, the worst thing you do is ask a guy who does impressions, do one for me. No. But what's the one you like the most? The signature is my Morgan Freeman. Okay. Uh, partially because, like, I look like Macaulay Culkin. I thought you were going to say Morgan Freeman. <laughs> man, this kid's woke. Yeah. No, I don't look like Morgan Freeman. <laughs> I look like Macaulay Culkin in yeah. uh, Home Alone. But I can do Morgan Freeman. Oh, that's beautiful. And I can get it way low and... I think today is just the greatest day to be performing at the Tempe Improv. Look at you. And a promotion in the middle <laughs> of it all. He's an old pro. <laughs> and then you said you do one that I want to hear, uh, which I, 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 I've thought about this, and I've like, but again, nobody's going to play along. Like, maybe it's good, but I don't really have an angle. You, Lindsey Graham. Yeah. Because someone asked me, he said, like, what's an impression that you do that no one does or it's yeah. random? And I was like, well... For some reason, I could do a good Lindsey Graham impression. And when did that start? Like, were you listening to a CNN or something? No. Or saw him interviewing? Like, during, when he was like, he was like reaming Congress for something. He's like, this whole town is a circus. <laughs> I swear, I look at all you. You're just an elephant balancing on a bull. <laughs> you are just some guys on the trapeze swinging back and forth. The Senate, I'm the ringleader of this circus town. And I was like, that is a, absurd. <laughs> it is a Saturday Night Live character in real life. Like, the guy's walking around not realizing he's a thing. Yeah, Lindsey Graham is one I watch all the time, and I'm like, what's the angle? But I like trapeze is my trapeze. favorite thing. Trapeze. I do that. He thinks he's, like, the sexiest man alive. <laughs> he's like, I know what you think about me. Who's this tough guy? <laughs> Who's this big, strong, masculine boy? It's me, Lindsey. <laughs> Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, it's funny because when you start doing impressions and stuff, there's a few you'll do, like your friends and whatever, and you start realizing you can do this. Yep. And then you're like, man, I got five or six of these in the pocket, and they're pointless. Yeah. But they're the most fun. They're the ones you probably like doing more than anybody. Yeah, my high school principal was one of my first ones. Yeah, what was it? Today is a wonderful day <laughs> to be a Spartan. <laughs> See, even... <laughs> your I don't even name? know him. Is it Paul? <laughs> Was it, did he have some head trauma, or was he related to Alan Arkin, or what was that? Today, yeah. <laughs> should it be the morning announcements yeah. or something? He was just like the most optimistic guy, and I'd do that, and uh, it crushed in high school. Yeah. And then I would put them all together. My first big show was my uh, high school talent show. Oh, that's where nice. I decided, like, okay, this is what I want to do. Is it? Is yeah. I was what were you leaning on before? Do you do like what do you think you were going to architecture? Do? No, <laughs> is that right? No, yeah. I, I, I had, I it's no a skills. funny man's next step. I, I think it's either that or drawing buildings. I have so. like no skills besides this. So yeah. this isn't was that it. crazy? Yeah. If you're if you like constantly focused on being like fun as a kid, I noticed that you don't pick up any other skills. Yeah. Because I am not. I, I'm worthless. Like I, outside of this, like they always say, if the world were to end, what do you have to offer to the new society? You're dead. You're your food. I'm the same. Like I like. What can you? I can't do anything 
outside of talking to this stick and make like goofs. Th- Put the jester that. hat on. Oh, and they, they're, they're not going to need entertainment when they're foraging for water and You berries. always need entertainment. No, you won't. Not the type I provide. <laughs> no way. And it would be the same way. Yeah, I was just like the, you know, I was always really short. I was like the shortest kid in the grade, always. Uh-huh. And now I'm now I'm huge. You are a big man. I was going to say that's hard <laughs> to the believe. listeners at home. I'm yeah. huge. the growth spurt happened. No, though. but I, 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 I was always short, so I was like, well, if I'm going to be short, I got to be funny. Yeah. And then I was just became I was just funny guy. It was I, a defense mechanism. It was a total defense yeah. mechanism. And now you're kind of tall, <laughs> so it's like, well, that didn't pan out. Now <laughs> what are you def- now what are you defending? <laughs> now I'm just hilarious and huge. <laughs> <laughs> that's the goal. That was the end goal from school. What do you think you'd have been doing for real though? For real, yeah. um, well, in college I majored in politics. No kidding. Political science, yeah. And, and was that a thought in your head that maybe uh, you were going to go that route? Not really. No. I mean, I was like, okay, you know, I'll study this. I was like, oh, well, you know, Ronald Reagan was an actor and then he became the president. I was like, well, like, you know, if acting doesn't work out, I guess I'll be president. <laughs> it's a safe degree. <laughs> that's your safety as president. Yeah. That's not a bad idea. No. Yeah, that's a it's a strange road that people take when they're kind of like in comedy. And you're new to it. Like, how long have you been doing it? Uh, seven years. Seven years. So since I was 19. I was nice. Really... And you hopped up. Where was your first, like, outside of high school, where was your first jump? So I went to Pepperdine University. Oh, you're rich. <laughs> have you seen Pepperdine? <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah, my God. I stood camp. outside of Pepperdine and recreated my entire life on how I should like, have uh, done things. Have, it, so I actually only went there for a year. So I would still somewhere be there. in the Hamptons. Yeah, Where yeah. I decided to go to Hamptons Tech. That's a good question. <laughs> Ryan, I went to Monaco State. <laughs> Where did your family summer? Because now that we know that you went to Pepperdine, you had a summer home. Summer home was in, is, is in Wisconsin. Is that true? Uh, that's true. Yeah, I'm losing the crowd here. I'm. <laughs> what am I going to lie? Yeah, like, well, no, you got to be honest. Hey, uh, success is starting to celebrate. Yeah. Port Washington, uh, Rhinelander. No, I wish I had a summer home. Most of us do. That would have been great. Yeah, it's. You know, and the rest of the time, you were in L.A. Uh, yes. Okay. So, so you but, guys went to Wisconsin for summer. Yeah, well, I'm from Chicago. Okay. And then, uh, yeah, we always would go up to the lake in, in Wisconsin. Geneva. And Pepperdine. And Pepperdine. So I went to Pepperdine, yeah. and I would go to these open mics yeah. in Santa Monica, which was an hour-long bus ride. And the first comedy I was doing was I would just do, like, the worst impressions act you've ever yeah. seen. That's good. That's what I like, do. I've oh, done that for 22 years. Here's right. Al Pacino's birthday. <laughs> 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 I'm 19. It was like the stupidest <laughs> comedy you've ever heard. <laughs> Who's the clown? Oh, Jack Nicholson. Yeah. I'm the clown. It was like the worst comedy. That's that was what I was doing. Yeah, right. you're working it out. Yeah, I'm, oh, and I'm doing it all. That's my hour tonight. Yeah, it's, oh, that's perfect. Your first set re- revisit the whole thing. <laughs> birthday. So I was yeah. doing that, and then um, I got really lucky. Someone working there was like, "Hey, there's this." Uh, Dana Carvey impressions show coming out. You should send in a tape. Cool. Sent in a tape, got on the show, uh, and it was like changed everything. That's awesome. And did you meet Dana? I met Dana. He's crazy. Crazy. Love crazy. Dana. That's great. Awesome. Yeah. And you've gotten to be friends with a bunch of these other guys, right? Yeah. yeah. The impressions community is not too big. No. Are you, really? Do you know Caliendo? Yeah. Oh, actually, no. You don't know Frank? See, no. all the impressions aren't meeting Frank. Surprise. Yeah. And having the yeah. uh, Chicago, Wisconsin of connection course. there. Yeah, he's from Kenosha. He's, you know, by far, like, the best ever. Yeah, I did a podcast with him for, like, two years. We, he lives here. So we used yeah. to do that together all the time, and now Frank doesn't want anything to do with me. Ugh. He likes me, but we no. don't do the podcast. I've never met him. He's, I, he's definitely, like, the best ever. Oh, if we had the podcast, you'd be going on, for sure. But we don't, so I apologize. <laughs> that was two years too late. Pointless. Hey, you're way too late in the game. It, <laughs> it took thing, you so long. That thing was brutal after a while. It's like, how many times can we do these stupid impressions together and still like each and other? And what if Alan Alda yeah. <laughs> went to the grocery you store? You have an Alan Alda? I, yeah, it is just great. Guys, 
What's the deal with self-checkout? That's Alan Alda as a stand-up comedian. I sat next to him. Well, this is my Alan Alda story where I yeah. developed an Alan Alda impression. Uh, because I think the guy – well, here's the story. I, went, I don't go to things by myself. I'm scared to death of things alone. I have mm-hmm. social anxiety. I don't like it. So I talked myself into going to a movie alone. And the movie was uh, – uh, the movie about the – what was that called? Uh, Sucker Punch. Remember yeah, that? Yeah. So Sucker Punch is about a bunch of hot girls doing Nazi stuff with zombies. I don't know what was <laughs> going on or why I chose that, but I did. Theater was kind of empty. And so I sit down, and then two seats over from me is a guy by himself. And I look over, and I'm like, whoa. I think that's Alan Alda. <laughs> it's freaking hot. I think guy. it is. And I'm like, why is he at Sucker Punch? He's like a women's rights activist. This is kind of a teen jerk off movie. And he looks at me and he goes, uh, and, I, and I've seen Bill Hader say this very same thing where he goes, I hear the girl in this is fantastic. <laughs> and I'm like, what just happened? And then he goes, yeah, it's me. <laughs> and I'm sitting there like, I'm with Alan Alda watching a movie by myself with Alan Alda. And he would like laugh and it sounded like Alan Alda. So I started to. Well, we're going to go watch Margaret in the showers, Frank. We want to come with us. And I would do these Alan Alda things all the time. I'm like, this is the most useless thing I've ever worked on in my life. I, I love it. That's yeah. better than mine. Well, you know, I've, I'm older. <laughs> He's of my generation. It comes with age. Get, you know, as your voice changes. You'll get yeah. Alda. Yeah, but my the, Alda still isn't there. Yeah, Brady doesn't have very good Margaret. Alda yet. Yeah, you know, yeah. So yeah. Like, you know, just, But I only have like three lines I can do with him because the there's girl yeah, cool. the girl in the shower. The girl in this is fantastic. <laughs> and then I heard Bill Hader say that very same thing. Turns out there was a dude in L.A. because I was living in California. Or I was actually visiting at the time. And uh, he used to do Alan Alda impressions and pretend He'd to be Alan Alda around. and annoy people. <laughs> and I was a victim of that. And I didn't, I looked we online. it's got to be. It wasn't really Alan Alda because yeah. he was in like Connecticut when this was going on. Wait, the, so the guy sitting next to you was not Alan Alda? Fake Alan Alda. Oh, you got. Just effing with me. You got Alded. I got Alded. I got, it was like Rick rolled. I got <laughs> yeah. Alda, I got Alda rolled. I got him. Yeah. I got the guy. Now let's go in the shower together and handle <laughs> your well, Show me your packet. Yeah, like, what's going on? Alda. <laughs> well, if you've got Alda, you've got Stern. They're a twofer. Uh, yeah, yeah I can't really do that. How, you can if you get the Alda perfect. Yeah, you get, get the, the Alda. Get, get it alone. Robin. Yeah, because the, the Stern thing is just basically Alan Alda going, Robin, you drive me nuts. It's the same <laughs> exact thing. It's always the same. Uh, Ryan Goldscher is at the Tempe Improv tonight. And uh, like, what else is going on in your life? You're 27. The world's uh, opening up oh, for you 26. now. You're going to be 27 though, right? One day, yeah. Well, when, hypothetically. When? Uh, December. No, yeah, you got time. All right. So you're, you're still 26. But you're, uh, you're 26. It's kind of like all just like, uh-oh. This bright new kind of thing happened. Yeah, summer yeah. house and yeah, you're summering in Wisconsin. Summering in Wisconsin. Yeah, well, are you, girl, partner. No. Don't know the way you work, so I'm not. I'm not I, assuming. I always. I don't like the word. When I hear the word partner, and like this yeah. is my partner, I'm like, what are you a cowboy? Like, <laughs> <laughs> Sorta. This is my partner. It's a western it's a, way. There's a little bareback. Are you yeah. like detectives on the force? <laughs> this is my partner. I'm like I don't like that <laughs> yeah. phrase. I don't so, know what else you would call. It. I guess when you when, you don't want to say boyfriend and girlfriend. Right. Like, uh, no, I don't have one. You're single. I'm single. single Stay person. that way. Yeah. Slay this time of your life as you uh, like kind of evolve into the well-known comic. You've seen Matt Reif, right? Yeah. Like this dude went from nothing to something in like ten minutes. Yeah. And, and then, was banging Kate Beckinsale and everything else. <laughs> Don't lock down to some high school girl that's going to drain you for all your no. fun. And yeah. I've met him. I mean, we've done a oh, bunch he's great. Of, we've done a bunch of shows together. And then, like, the last couple of years, now we don't do shows yeah, together. Yeah, because he didn't want to talk to anybody. <laughs> he didn't come here anymore. It's like, he's done <laughs> with all There's not enough ladies. And would you? Uh, you yeah. wouldn't wake up for this if you were, if, if, if somebody, if, you know, what is it, the company that gave him $25 million to host stuff? 
And now he's hosting the AVNs. I saw yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, the, the adult The porn video. movie thing? Is that yeah. a goal of yours? Uh, not anymore. He, he stole my... He, <laughs> he took it, me. yeah. He took it. <laughs> he all did your <laughs> porn me out of it. Yeah, so you're single. Single. You're just going to crush anything that comes your direction. Uh, yeah, this is the you're one You're going to couple <laughs> all night long. Night. That's it. You're just going to join up tonight, and that's the, that's the goal. <laughs> yeah. Has that been going well? What, wait, the... Just abusing the uh, the celebrity no. status. No, it hasn't been. Why not? He's got no. an appointment book. I, He's I'm, got every 20 minutes. I got these Midwestern values. No, I, you don't. You're from L.A. No, I'm not. I'm Chicago from... and Los Angeles. You summered in Wisconsin. <laughs> that was just to bang chicks and leave. No, I'm horrified. I don't, like, I don't even DM. The, like, really? I don't even do... I'm No. You just, you're not good with the ladies. That no. comes from being a short guy. Short guy. Short guy yeah. mentality. Yeah, you'll always have it. I'll always... I'll, I'll, and I'll, you're a handsome young man. Thank you. You could be killing it, but you don't have confidence in that. Yeah. What, what is this turning into? I'm helping I'm you getting... out. I'm helping you. Ryan Goldster <laughs> needs help is what I see. No, I do talk about being single. I, I'm, on the, yeah. I'm on the dating apps, and I talk about it a bunch tonight. Yeah. And it's just so... It's difficult. It's weird. Yeah. Because you don't socialize. Like, you're of the generation that like has to try to figure out how to talk to somebody on a screen and then in real life, and it's different. Yeah, it's way different. What would yeah. you say the percentages on the apps that are like, that should be a good experience? Uh, foo. Man, if we're talking baseball numbers, we're talking <laughs> yeah. like three, like a, oh, <laughs> percent of good ones. Like Mike Trout on a bad year, <laughs> like. <we're, laughs> so you're hitting about two sixty five. Yeah, 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 yeah. That'll get you in the yeah. HOF. Maybe a home run derby here and there, or yeah, just kind of like, one and done. But. That's that's the best you could ask yeah. for. Well, I'm proud of you because I'm happy that you didn't come in here and go. Oh, I'm going to marry the girl I've known since junior high. No, because you can have a whole like this future of yours could be massive. Yeah. You've got to take advantage of this. That's Yeah, I definitely thought about that. Cut like, dead weight is what I'm saying. Cut dead weight. Yeah, you got friends that are stragglers, kind of? Yeah, well, the big difference is uh, Chicago versus L.A. Yeah. I, I, I know six people in Chicago engaged, married, living together. Yeah. I know zero people my age in yeah. L.A. living yeah. together. That's smart. It is different it's in different. the Midwest. Yeah, yeah the Midwest. They, would you think if you stayed in Chicago, you'd be all hitched up? Oh, yeah. Yeah, you think? Yeah. Do you know to who? It gets, it gets uh, 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 maybe. Oh, no kidding. You got one. <laughs> You got your eye on somebody still. I don't know. I don't know. It's but happening. Ryan, it, you can be open with me. I'm like a weird uncle. Possibly. But it's also so cold <laughs> that you need to bunker down. Yeah. And she's it, a bigger girl, so she'll keep you warm. Is that what you're saying? Which makes it good because it goes back and visits, and yeah. it's just yeah, fantastic. Right. Yes. But then if you made it a permanent deal. Exactly. Yeah. How does a kid like you uh, even have an Alan Alda impression? Like what, I, what about you, a guy your age that's like Alan Alda interests me? A huge old movie fan. No kidding. Yeah, huge movie fan. So yeah. I, I've watched like every Best Picture nominee ever. Yeah. I, I go all the way back. What's like further back than Alda? Uh, before Alda, I'm pre Alda. I'm <laughs> he's BA. A pre, he's a pre Alda kid. I'm BA before Alda. <laughs> so like so what is the there? old school? That was gonna... yeah. Because I'm just, I, I kind of grew up the same way where all old movies interested me more than yeah. anything new. So like what, I, I do. A, I used to do. Hopefully, still good. A Gregory Peck. Oh no, kidding! A Gregory Peck. I oh can't God. believe it. Today's the day. Like, what a useless. Yeah, you're not going to. I was doing that at 17. <laughs> Mom, I'm hungry. I need some food. <laughs> Mother, what the, can I borrow the car today? Yeah, that's good, too. And it's pointless. Like, there's pointless. no reason, but it's really He's good. He's been dead my entire life. What Greg, I was going to say, he was <laughs> never alive been. as long as you were born in, like, the 90s. Yeah, he's been dead my entire life. Every minute of my life. What movie not, got you going on Gregory Peck? He was, uh, it was Gentleman's Agreement. No kidding. Yeah. So your mom and dad were probably, like, pushing no. this. No, you just found no. these. Yeah, yeah. I, I just got obsessed with the Oscars, and I'd watch, like, every Oscar nominee. No kidding. So I was obsessed with just movies. That's that, amazing. They had nothing to do with it.
Yeah, gentlemen's agreement, and it was enough to make you go, you know what, Peck and I, we're tight. Um, I'd pick, yeah, I my... used to do a Gregory Peck, too, for no reason, from To Kill a Mocking. Yeah. But I don't, <laughs> Scout? I would just shout like her name all the time. That's a great movie, too. <laughs> that is, yeah. That's yeah. what I figured it was, maybe that, because you, you they still it watch school. it in high school, yeah. But gentlemen's agreement, what else What else is like a favorite on your list that would shock people? Uh, you have nothing in common with people your age. You're going to end up with some no, old lady. Why do you think I'm single? Dude? I was going to say, yeah, you need to start <laughs> hitting. Uh, Girls like, what are your favorite movies? I'm like, oh, uh, have you seen Amadeus? <laughs> Did you like Amadeus? No. I like Guardians of the Galaxy, though. <laughs> okay. The second one. Okay. What about The French Connection? Did you like Did you like that? that You're a big Hackman you fan. I am Groot. Yeah, I don't understand this. How did this happen? I, I, I'm just an old You're an old soul. soul. Yeah, that's where you're used, not going to make it. This so is, I used to wear ties to high school. I was, oh, no. I did not perform well. <laughs> that was bad. Did your dad was ever there? tell you? Stop it. <laughs> uh, no, or you a friend. A, a what? A, a friend, a, a classmate. Okay. No, hey, knock off the tie. No, sir. so people do this thing where like they'll say something looks nice, but they actually mean it doesn't. Yes, like oh, nice shirt. Yeah, but they just mean like that is a crazy what shirt. What are you doing? Like, yeah. and that was sort of like for four years, people were like huh. you look, you look very snazzy. Yeah, you, you look good. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I look snazzy. I should do I think this. You grew up in a time warp because even people your age <laughs> saying you look snazzy is not something that happened. You hung out with a lot of old ladies. <laughs> Doesn't yeah. he look sharp? My that's God. Good. Yeah, that's impressive. Yeah, definitely old soul, and that's where these old movies yeah. came from. That's where I saw Shawshank. That's that's yeah. where I learned Morgan Freeman. Yeah, Shawshank is like, that's crazy because that's not an old movie to me. But like, I, my oh, yeah. favorite movie growing up was Rear Window. Oh, yeah. Yeah, with Jimmy Stewart, yeah. I don't know what's you going on. You shouldn't know this. <laughs> <laughs> I shouldn't be able to discuss stuff with you. And I, that, by, when you leave, I should say, well, what an idiot. And you should say the same about me, but we are bonding. Yeah. You're, you're too young boy. for this. For Rear Window? I, I, Rear Window is the best movie that's ever well, been Well, something's going on back there. Yeah. <laughs> oh, golly. Yeah, I still say it to my friend. You would get along with us very well. Like, Where's, what is the thing I used to say all the time? Where's your wife, Thorwald? When he has the thing when he's flashing the spots. Ah, it's the greatest movie of all Where's time. Your wife? Yeah. So that's strange. You're a strange person. I'm a, yeah, I guess. Yeah, what else is like old school about you? Music? Uh, Music? Oh, yeah, yeah. No My favorite band's Beach Boys. Shut up. Yeah. <laughs> What's wrong? Were you touched by an ant? Uh, no, no, no. Something happened to him. <laughs> I'm worried about you he now. You volunteered at the retirement boys. community. Yeah, that was like my first favorite band. And Elvis. Well, yeah. But still, that shouldn't be a thing. No, it shouldn't be a thing. You have nothing you relate to no one your age. Yeah, I guess not really. I have, mean, like your friends are your age and they, like the stuff you do, they don't do anything you're No, I mean, I do things that bother my friends. I, like I don't have an iPhone. And my friends hate that. Why? I, I again. You I'm have not. a Samsung at least? Uh, Google Pixel 5. Oh, you got the Pixel 5. Oh, you're still up to date. You're just not throwing the iPhone. I thought maybe you'd go jitterbug or yeah. something. It is really old. School. So if you're wondering why I'm single, that is like yeah. 60%. Because your texts are green. Yeah. And <laughs> you don't pay your bills. And like, <laughs> That's what I see. When I see green texts, I'm like, you know, cheap. I think girls are like, is he in jail? Like, <laughs> does he have like a public phone that he's texting me from? <laughs> wow. Yeah, that's weird. So, so yeah. Beach Boys. I'm just like off the beaten path. Yeah. So what modern like do you like? Uh, I guess I, I like Blink-182. Blink so that's, that's not that's modern. About two, that's like about 20 years, years ago. <laughs> Does that count? <laughs> no. Uh, okay. One of them's marrying a Kardashian for God's <laughs> sakes. This is how about, out of your, how about uh, something like, that would impress me that I maybe I don't even know. Uh, I like the 1975. I like that. I'm doing an impression of them tonight. Oh, you are? Yeah, I'm doing a whole singing act. Oh, no kidding. You yeah. do a lot of sing stuff. Yeah, I'm going to do, I do Bob Dylan, Eric Church, uh, Chris Stapleton. I'm nice. doing that whole thing. And then I'll you do the Stapleton. Do you have, do you play? Or? Yeah, yeah, oh, I'll okay. play guitar. Beautiful. And uh, That's fascinating. Yeah. 
Well, like good for you. See, now you're well-versed. That's the thing that's going to get you through. I hope so. You got yeah. a wide array. Like, you can appeal to a bunch of different people. Yeah, I do a lot of country singers. No kidding. Just because they, they just have more unique voices. They do. And it's also for people with low IQ. So it's real easy to figure out a country. Voice. Yeah, and the crowd Damn, he loves just it. like it. Right? Yeah. Do you like country music? Uh, some, yeah, some of it. That's I do. Horrible. It's horrible. It's just terrible. <laughs> you should stop telling people you like it. I don't mind it. No, mm. it depends what it is. There, there's there's mm. a different. It varies. Like the do you old like stuff. all rock. Well, no, no, no. I'm not saying, but I no, I don't like all rock, but I hate all country. Okay, Cause, uh, except for like real old stuff, which I consider rock, like the old George. Uh, Jones and Waylon Jennings and stuff like that. Okay, That's so, rock to me. That sounds like just a variation of rock music. Yeah, yeah. I can see that. But country music today is just, it is literally for people who are sort of stupid. Let me give you an example of what I mean. This was a hit song. Maybe you was, do this song. This was nominated. Show me your fish. Such a deep topic. And at first I thought, oh, he's talking about something. Double entendre. No, no it's, it's, dude, he's talking about a fish. It's straight to the point. It's straight to it. He's like got an SAT question. question. But I knew, I knew it wasn't double entendre when he says, put your thumb in its mouth. I'm like, oh, he means it. It's <laughs> he means a fish. fish. That's great. No, okay, I don't know that song. but I'm impressed with you for some reason. The old okay. soul. Yeah, old I like soul. That. Jimmy Stewart, Al Pacino. It's pretty cool. Yeah, because you can't impress girls with that, though. Can't imp- no, they don't, they don't like the, the Neil Young impression as much. <laughs> How are you? <laughs> they don't. They don't think that's hot. Yeah, a twenty-seven-year-old kid, six, doing <laughs> that uh, cinnamon, cinnamon girl. girl is kind of like going to throw it off. But yeah, so w- that's interesting. Well, I'm now curious more than I ever was about you. <laughs> and if I was in town because I'm leaving today, I'd be going to see you tonight at Tempe Improv. But if everybody's here, you can go TempeImprov.com. Ryan Goldshire. This is probably. I, I predict two more visits to us, and then you're going to be... Oh, did I get the pass? Oh, you you can come back. Oh, I got the two... Okay, But two I'm pass. predicting you will eventually be like, I'm not doing radio anymore. Ugh. But before you're 30. That's your goal. How about that? I'm going to rife you. Rife me. Rife me hard. No, like, I don't want to rife you. No. I want to alder you. I'm going to come up to you when you're at Guardians of the Galaxy 3 with the girl that rejected me. I'm going to yeah. say, I love the, yeah. the raccoon in this movie. I think that's such a goofy character. I heard the raccoon is <laughs> I hear the raccoon is fantastic. Stop I'm going to alder you. Yeah, don't alder me or just rife me, though. In a couple of years, I told this to Joe Coy a long time ago. Like, you're not going to come in here anymore someday. And now we barely even, like, text. Like, text I, can, I can tell you one other thing that would drive his friends nuts. It's hilarious. I get it now. It's just lift up your foot, show John. Uh-oh. Oh, no. <laughs> The, the Velcro, the Velcro New, New Balance shoes. <laughs> You're like a 70 year old nurse. I'm like, what are you wearing? <laughs> there's there, there's the all white. It's again. all by design. No, oh, it's Velcro, not. Nobody can even make this. <laughs> Where did you find those in a time portal? <laughs> I, I, I made fun of people. Out of I it. made fun of people when those were relevant. <laughs> no, they're the all white. I, those are the original Crocs, man. Those they're, are tough to find. I, yeah. it, Look, these are the retirement home. Yes, yeah. you are angling for an old lady. Yeah, and you just you. I mean, if I'm everyone wears them eventually. <laughs> you get ninety, you wear them. So I'm like, let's just cut to the get, chase. Get let's just to kill it. all it's the comfortable. All right. I'm just gonna <laughs> the wear dark them now. socks. No laces. Great. Mind you, strangely fascinating. And yeah, tying your shoes. What a waste of time. You should cut that out in your twenties. Hurt you your sciatica. It's gonna be terrible. You don't want to do that. Yeah, you've talked to too many old people. You get sciatica in your brain. That's I got two new shoulders and two new hips in the last four years, and I think I'm still cooler than you. <laughs> uh, Ryan Goldshire at the Tempe Improv. Leave us with words of wisdom, sir. Uh, words of wisdom, like advice, yeah. anything. Just change the world. If Ryan Goldshire was in, in charge of something, what would you change? What would you do? What would you tell people? Uh, I always say, and this is cheesy. It's better to regret doing than to regret not doing. 
And uh, be the ringleader of your own circus town. <laughs> <laughs> be the ringleader of yeah. this circus. Ryan, I'm rooting for you. Do well tonight. Thank you. What do you say? There you go. Ryan Goldshire, everybody, at the Tempe Improv tonight. Go see him. Hey, it's not weird. It's pretty cool, actually. No membership fee. I have heard enough of this. UPD. Holmberg's morning sickness. You've been deceived by an agent of Satan himself. He's evil. Sitting right here. Come on. No, no, he's not. He's not evil. He's just a bit rude. You know what? I, Toledo just made the point, and I think he may be dead accurate about that. I really liked Ryan. I think because it's time machine me. He's 27. He's doing the same impressions I do. Uh, it's, it's in my age group, he likes old movies. He was a short, weird kid in high school. I didn't wear the tie or the New Balance shoes. That was a little weird. But I felt like I was meeting young me. I saw that, and I knew exactly what he was doing on purpose. Better-looking version of me, but what do you think he was trying to appeal on to the, the audience? On the New Balance, I think he, this, that's I hilarious. Know. They're funny shoes, but yeah. they're also detrimentally unfunny to someone who doesn't get it. And the people that he would try to attract with those shoes, they're horrible. Those Velcro New Balance are the worst things I've ever seen, which is so far gone. It's funny. Yeah, he's Like, I would of, think that was funny when I was younger, too. Like, if I did that and yeah. I would maybe do something like that. Shoot. Now, if I do that and I still think it's funny, no, I fit. <laughs> yeah, now, I, if, you, I, if you wear it. If I like wear a onesie, you know. Age appropriate. Yeah. Yeah, Ryan is the, basically, I think I just met myself from the past. I think you're freaking out a little bit. Well, when he started to say he does Alan Alda, I'm like, why? Why? If, if I actually, if Stop I, it. Have I invented a boy? <laughs> we better do a little. Why don't you and I go out for lunch sometime and just Alda up? I hear the girl in this is amazing. She's a waitress. Let's go watch him in the shower. You guys, in a way, were having a catch. Yeah, we were having a little catch. Like, if I had a kid, I wanted him to be like him, but I'd want to, just like I did, I would skip the first 26 years. <laughs> then meet him later and go, hey, you do have my DNA. But the payback on him would be brutal. Why? When you'd Dan him, you know. Oh, if I threw a little Dan knowledge at him, if I threw the old man at him. You'd you'd only you'd do it. Oh, you can't help it. But he would just uh, like my sister bullied me a little bit, or would you know haze me? Yeah. And we'd have, and then we had that foster. I had Mary Jane, my foster sister, sure. for six years. I would. I did that to her a little bit. You bullied her. Oh, bullied the little kid. Yeah, well, he would be. He wouldn't be my like little that. brother. Yeah. Nephew at best. I don't want a kid. Yeah, I liked Ryan. He's good. I root for him. I, he reminded me of someone. And then I realized later when Toledo goes, you know, he's just you, young. And I'm like, oh, my God, that poor bastard. He needs guidance. Shut up, Toledo. He needs guidance immediately. That poor kid's going to, it's trouble. Uh, I got to tell you about this before we get to the entertainment drill. This is a big deal. Uh, and it's happening. I was down there earlier this week over at Four Peaks in Tempe. And uh, I got to hang out with uh, Melissa, who's doing the. She told me her husband was deaf for no reason at all. I don't know why. He's not. She, she led with that? Yeah. Or? I've known her, we've known her the whole time. She, yeah. she told me her husband's deaf and then started to go on and on about. Like, and then she denied that it happened. So a new impression of her husband. Kind of, like all this stuff with her. It was weird. It was a weird visit. I think she'd been drinking. Uh, but Four Peaks has Cha-Ching Chavez up and ready to go. We're going we're gonna to unload this stuff. And we're going to do it August 2nd. And it's, uh, you got to pre-order your six-pack right now. You can get them going. 98kupd.com. That's what we're doing right now. You get your uh, six-packs for Cha-Ching Chavez, which is, by the way, one of Four Peaks' top five beers. Like, that thing is unbelievably tasty. My dog Gordon sits right there on the uh, on the label. And the reason why Gordon is on there is because all the money that we raise from this thing, uh, we give a proceeds to uh, 
our friends over at the Arizona Humane Society, which is awesome. It benefits the Arizona Humane Society. So every time you uh, have a sip of beer, you're helping one of our fuzzy little friends uh, all shacked up at the Arizona Humane Society. Also helping the folks at the Arizona Humane Society do great work with their medical teams. Uh, food, it's, it's just, it doesn't take much to feed dogs to get a, a thing of food to them, but it does take money. So this helps out a ton. So you can pre-order those packs in a huge way. Uh, right now, 98kupd.com. First 98 orders get themselves the Chiching Chavez pint glass. We're going to have a bunch of KUPD stuff. August 2nd, 6 to 8. Uh, that's going to be the official release party. I, for my birthday, I'm trying to sneak one keg over to uh, Copper Blues for the uh, Alapalicia Palooza that we're having. We can make that happen. On July 28th. I told, well, she's got to make sure the beer is ready. She's pretty sure it will be. Might be able to just ask Brett. get a keg over there. <laughs> it might be a little bit undone. <laughs> but we'll have one pre-keg done, you know, lube you up a little bit for August 2nd, uh, July 28th over there, too. Uh, and speaking of that, if you want to go see uh, the little chunk of my DNA there, Ryan Goldscher, uh, tickets tonight for KUPD listeners are free. All you got to do is go to uh, 10 and use the code KUPD when you check out, and there'll just be the service fees that you pay. So you can go see Ryan tonight and support uh, the next generation of me. Seems like Ryan's ready to go. Think about it, Brady. Did poorly with the ladies. Check that box. That's me. Well, he said so. Yeah, I don't know. He's a good-looking kid now. But Pepperdine. The Pepperdine thing. There's, but he's the kid at Pepperdine in the New Balance shoes. I, I, I I do see that he doesn't realize the powers he has. Exactly. Yeah. So I see that. I don't think I ever had those. Like physically, I never thought I was like. I had to over uh, overcome a lot. Uh, Does the impressions? Old soul with the movies and stuff. Go see. the Frankenholm book. I built a boy. I built a boy. Go see the seed. Go see, yes. I call him Maseed. <laughs> Go see Maseed. Uh, yeah, KUPD listeners tonight, if you use the word uh, or the code KUPD at checkout, you can go see Ryan for free tonight. Go support the kid. I'm rooting for him. I liked him a lot. There's a reason why. <laughs> that boy's going places. I'm proud of him. He can relive my life, which I've screwed up in every direction you can screw up so you can do it i mean i've done it right uh it's time for the entertainment drill it's brought to you by our friends over at reactdefense.com it's the home of tactical black and you can get yourself all loaded up on looking good feeling good and uh, being smarter about how you handle yourself in day-to-day activities i mean the active shooter seminar that's coming up in august uh it's crazy because that thing that happened in vegas the other day really made me realize how many people need their brains molded for activities like what happened. If you didn't pay attention, dude busted the window out in Caesar's Palace. Looked a hell of a lot like what we saw on TV after the Mandalay Bay guy busted his window out. And the crowd down on the ground stood oddly, broke their phones out and started filming, and then something flew out of the window and they scattered. Yeah, well, that was 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 where we got the videos. So, I mean, they were within range. And I think after the window broke, they kind of realized it. Nobody thought, okay... I've been through this before. Get get out of here in an orderly way. It was pure panic. And that's kind of a thing that you learn over there at React Defense. It's like the pure panic mode is what you want to avoid. And more of us need to train for goofy situations. And it's not paranoia. It's preparation. They get you through that. That active shooter seminar really is nuts because they'll go through it once without the training to see what people do. And it's Katie bar the door, man. People are knocking into each other. Everything, all the other stuff is like. You start training and you get a group of people that kind of have this idea of like, okay, this is what we have to do. And it starts making sense. 
the uh, things that don't make sense start making a little sense, and that's the best training you can get is to make the crazy seem okay, and they'll do that to you. If you want to get private lessons, that's a big thing right now that people are emailing me about. They do that too. So if you want to go one-on-one with the trainers, highly recommend that. That's an awesome way to get uh, you know really uh, focused training for people like me who can't focus in a group. Uh, if you want to do the classes and you're good at that, same training. Uh, it's just the way you put your mind around uh, how you learn. And I learn better one-on-one. Some of you do. Some of you like classes. They offer it all. So head over reactdefense.com and start becoming a sheepdog, not a sheep. Easy enough. Brady, entertain me. The Emmy nominees were announced yesterday. It's HBO all- has the top three. It's two shows. It's uh, three shows. What's the third one? Succession got 27 nominations. Oh, The Last of Us. Last of Us, 24, and White Lotus, 23. Right. And White Lotus was surprisingly like every category. It's a good show. I didn't like how it ended. I thought the ending was a little bit like just... I got to dive into that one, I guess. Uh, it's good. I like the first season better. But this it was good. But the last... I lost interest in the last episode. Like, oh, they're buttoning it up. You know, it didn't seem like a very creative ending. It was good. Anthony Michael Hall is a dad, 55. Oh, sorry for that. His wife gave birth to the baby uh, baby boy. His name, Michael Anthony Hall, the second. Because After his dad was Michael Anthony? You no, know, his, his, his real name, name is uh, Michael Anthony Hall. He changed it around for acting because oh. there was another guy named Michael right. Hall. So he couldn't have that name. His uh, wife, Lucia Oscarova. 32 years old, very pretty. Good for him. They started dating in 2016, got married in 2020. Eight years ago. Yeah, so she was 23. Yeah. It's, it's and he good. was 47. He's got a good wife. <laughs> I'm not saying, I'm just saying. I know. <laughs> they put a baby in it. Well, he's been with her for 10 years, so. Yeah, and he still has time before the change. <laughs> That's what my dad would tell him. He did a good thing there. You get one of them 22-year-olds, and you got another 20 years before you start looking for clues in the change. The change. My dad, he's 75, and he's got a lady now who's past the change, which is like a brush-the-sweat-off-your-brow moment. I think he did it to his last one. I'm pretty sure my mom scared him off with the change. And then the lady he dated in between, she started getting close. Yeah. He bails on that. (laughs) And then he got one He should have known better. Well, he went from my mom to some other lady that he married that I never met. I think I met her, but I, like twice. He married her kind of suddenly. And she was of the change age. And she started going through. She went crazy. And then he got out of that in nine months. She and just then, heard a ricochet. <laughs> it, was, it was cartoon speed out there. It was a Scooby-Doo. And then he got with the next lady who was a little younger, but I think she went through it right in front of him. And he got out of that. You going to carve out some time this weekend in Vegas to see uh, Mission Impossible? No, Get sir. Reckoning Part 1. WNBA All-Star Game and some sensitivity training. That's my that's No my time weekend. for TC. No. Okay. Maybe Nickelback. They're in town, but I don't know if I'm going to have time through all the, the Hubbard training. Man, he got after it. The guy flew to uh, at least three premieres on Tuesday. D.C., Miami, Atlanta, yeah. and Toronto 4. They showed Tom Cruise in a stunt he was doing called speed diving or speed parachuting or whatever it is. Have you seen that? Where he jumps off of a cliff, he rides his motorcycle and leaps into a canyon. And he's got a parachute on his back, but it's designed to make you go like 97 miles an hour all the time. 
and your goal is to skirt around right above the ground. Wow. And Tom Cruise is doing it. To his credit, as loony as it seems, like he shouldn't be, but he's he's crushing these stunts. And this I, one was... I did have a friend that saw it, but, you know... Like it? Oh, sure. He did. Yeah. But I like those kind of movies, yeah. too. Well... I know, you know, the face removal and uh, voice recognition just, thing. The stories are terrible. But the, they are action-packed. There's no question about that. Morgan Freeman had to cancel a promotional tour in the U.K. due to a nasty infection. So I don't know how long he's going to be sidelined oh. or what the infection was. Well, baby, it's hard for me to know when I have shingles. There's so many freckles. So I got my infection and I popped it. It's not an STD? Well, you've, you've opened the door there, Brady. Yes, it is. <laughs> my pecker is riddled with bumps. And I can't even walk right now. Down my thighs. It is not pretty. I have a lot of unguentone. Yeah, he's got an infection. Like That's it, not good. No, he's 80-something, right? Yeah. yeah. This could be it for me. And poor Ryan Goldshire will have one more dead impression he's going to be doing. Just like Holmberg. Nicholas Cage has a movie coming out. Hits the theaters on August 25th. It's called The Retirement Plan. He plays a grandpa assassin. Okay, that's a great idea. It is. I'm that in. is a great idea. I'd Someone caught up with Barry Bonds. Here he, he, he belongs in the Baseball Hall of Fame. He says, I went to court. According to him? I was in federal court. And I won my case 100%. Where's the vindication of me and my own sport? Well, it's because he was a dick to the writers who put you in the Hall of Fame. The bigger thing is, isn't your steroids, is that you treated people like garbage when we accused you of being on steroids. But that, uh, you know, I, okay. But the numbers and the stuff he's putting up there i mean he deserves to be yeah. in the hall of fame yeah. especially because baseball you gotta remove him. that part of it it's like look you can't you know it's like a court case where the, oh the guy's a jerk so i don't like well it. that's the way it's worked that's yeah. baseball's problem the other thing is baseball turned a blind eye to steroids for 18 years and when all the records started to fall then they got sanctimonious about the whole thing and started blaming people for what they ignored and actually encouraged pretty heavily by by paying guys who hit 50 home runs an extra 12 million a year what would you do if your job you're making you know a hundred grand, but if you produce five more of whatever widget you make every year, they're going to add on another six hundred thousand dollars. But you got to take this drug. Wouldn't you do it? Probably, probably. So yeah, so guys who are hitting fifteen home runs in the minor. Mark Grace was talking about that. We yeah. said you hit twelve home runs in the minors and you're barely scratching it in the minors and you're not going to break through. If you could hit fifteen or sixteen, and you just need a little help. You get a million dollars for that. You're going to do it, and you're 20. If so, I can recover because of that speckled trout in that jar, and the, uh, yeah. I, you know, I mean, you used other oh. supplements to try to I fixed this recoup. years ago. You just have a wing in the Baseball Hall of Fame from 1985 to 2005 called the steroid era, and anybody inducted from that time goes into that part of it. So there's almost a little asterisk on all of it, and then you'll maybe get some guys that start telling the truth. Otherwise... You were just part of the steroid era of baseball. Did you hear uh, the uh, college football kickoff, Sugar Bowl country kickoff, September 2nd at Caesars Superdome? Garth Brooks, Laney Wilson, and the Nitty Gritty Dirt Band. Okay. 
at the old sugar <laughs> bowl. I can't hear the word sugar that close to country and hear anything but what my brain does to it. You go right to Mel Gibson. I'm in sugar country. No, I like what I'm saying there. Dave Draymond uh, was talking about how hard it was to find mental health when you have going through mental health issues, right. finding help. Right. He says, I reached out and tried to get help. It was uneffing, believably frustrating. Everybody's unavailable. Nobody's taking new patients. They want you to do this evaluation, that evaluation. Do you have the money for it? Can yeah. you qualify for it? Is it within your insurance plan? He's like, enough. I'm telling you, it shouldn't be that hard. I've been through it. It's weird. Like when you get diagnosed with anxiety, then you realize everybody's been diagnosed with anxiety. I think we're over-diagnosing Anxiety making people think they're sicker than they but are. But I never but really found – I know it, uh, a lot of times there's money involved when you call for sure. Oh, yeah. But um, I didn't find that, you know, like if even going through uh, for counseling or something. Yeah. It's not it hard to get. Like it was hard. I had to jump through a bunch of hoops. It's expensive. Usually you get uh, – but you, you know, get referred or you know somebody that right. went to somebody and like, oh, try this person. Like your route is good because churches will do it. Yeah. Now, whether or not you want that avenue. You know, to be the, yeah. how you fix stuff. I don't particularly need them to tell me that this is the only way to go. And the other thing is, is you know, hopefully, you, um, but that's the cheaper. Friends thing. can help uh, to an, a degree. Yeah. Like, do you have a go-to person? Yeah, but professional think, help is different. It is different. Totally. But I'm saying, but there's a lot of these people that don't have anyone right like that. But that's the point. If you don't have a lot of friends or you don't have anybody you trust in your life, professional help's more important than going and finding somebody. For sure. Yeah. So it is weird. But it's good to have that. Like it, that, that's maybe one of the problems where you, I don't have any right. any person to turn to that would say if you had a friend, your friend would say, go get some help. But you, you and I both know that when you're going through something miserable in your brain, the last thing you want to do is tell your closest friends because you don't want them to see you. Sure. There's a, that's, that's, but, that's a big But there is going to be – I mean like I have one or two that I wouldn't be afraid. You, to it's not even being that. afraid. Yeah. It's just that then, then you have to admit or, something's wrong with you. Yeah. Whereas you can go to a stranger and spill, you know, because a lot of the times you've been duping your own friends with your fake behavior because you're putting on a show. I've done it. It did burn me down, man. It was crazy. Uh, it's 929. It's very real, but it is true. It's hard to get help. Dave Dreamin, I'm sure, didn't have a hard time finding help, but realized this process needs to be a, a little bit different. It's expensive. That's for sure. Uh, we got a Guadalupe Squares coming your way on a Thursday. Why? Corporate sensitivity training tomorrow. It's so hard for us sometimes to have to sit through these. And it's only for us, actually. None of the other stations have to do it. Just the morning show, really. Fitz has to pop in for 10 minutes. That's all. Corporate sensitivity training. They're taking away a day. But we're going to add a Guadalupe Squares to a Thursday so you don't get to cheat it out of the whole week. If you want to play, we've got front row tickets to WWE SmackDown. It is happening in September, we've been wrong. We've been thinking the tickets go on go sale on tomorrow. tomorrow. But if you want to go to it, it's going to happen in September. But we're going to have front row seats for you. Will it be a girl or a boy? We need one of each of those things to play the Guadalupe Squares. They are next. Hey, it's not weird. It's pretty cool, actually. No membership fee. I have heard enough of this. U-P-D. Morning 
morning sickness. You've been deceived by an agent of Satan himself. He's evil. Sitting right here. Come on. No, I'm no, he's not. He's not evil. He's just a bit rude. Ninety-eight. Thursday, but we're still throwing a Friday at you because we're not going to be here tomorrow. Sensitivity training, Mo. You guys don't have to do it, do you? No, we never do. It's because we've been making fun of the... We're too sensitive. Evidently. We're desensitized. Yeah, yeah, but the KDKB thing's evidently part of it. They've asked us to stop calling you guys twinks all the time, and I don't know know (laughs) what we're doing wrong. Yeah, I don't know what what kind of pills they're going to give us to make us stop doing that. I don't feel alienated, but that's fine. Well, you shouldn't feel alienated. I know. You're in amongst a bunch of twinks down there. You guys own the room. (laughs) We love it. I mean, of course you love it. You're the, the most fun ones. What you got to look out for, and this is probably where sensitivity training kicks in, is uh, those rich white women that complain on behalf of all True. the Mexicans and twinks. Uh, you guys can handle your own hand. Exactly. Problems. I'm like, I don't need you to fight my fight, right. Sharon. Thank you. You don't need some Arcadia mom screaming and yelling at the news that she's going to fix these poor, weak Mexicans' problems. My favorite part when is there when they say. Are you going to say something? You should say something. And I'm like, why? I don't care. Just leave me alone, That's lady. A great phrase. Trying to play some video games. Say something. Well, and then uh, they also always assume that you twinks' mouths are always full. So you, you, they have to speak for you because you're either they're not. Well, to well, be honest, it was yeah, most so. of it. Yeah, probably. <laughs> it happens. You make me sound like the hamburger or something. Just WNBA All Star Game this weekend. You going to go? Oh, of course. I am. <laughs> you really? Yeah, I'm going. What do you like? Uh, courtside or? Well, God, I hope not. <laughs> I don't want to see him that close. Yeah, the scissors on. with you? No, this is the only sporting event I want to sit on the upper deck in the back row. Terrible. Just to not see him up close. <laughs> I can get a pretty good gauge of it. I want to see it like an old television video game. Just kind of blob <laughs> figures moving up and down. You like know? NBA jams? Yeah, yeah. Well, NBA jams was still a little too clear for me. <laughs> yeah, I guess like, you're right. It's too much facial features. If I can see... <laughs> Those ladies from that far away. It might actually look like basketball if I sit far enough away. No, I won't. I wish they would, though. Uh, Mo is here. Got a couple. You didn't even look at this yet. There's a few you're going to have explained to. Oh, no. Yeah. Well, I'm ready for uh, some of these for sure. We'll so. see. Toledo, oh. you got to get certain man's music in there. All right, you got well, a glizzy up on here, yeah. too? Oh, oh, you know what glizzies are. Oh, you you. Uh, it's time now for your Guadalupe Squares. Here's your hostess, Miss Mo Berger on Mo. Thank you, Chancellor. In the top left square, we got Joe Biden. Hey, Good everybody. Good. Over there with the NATO people. We're talking NATO with Zelensky. Yeah. We're going to put him in there? NATO. Yeah. <laughs> Call it the old tornado. Got him in there. <laughs> Spin it around. It thinks. Brady. How you doing? Happy birthday. Hey, I'm a birthday. It's your birthday? Yeah, I didn't oh, know that. Wow. Well, what age am I? What's my age again? Oh, no. What's my age it's again? A, the same as last year. Oh, yeah. Keeping it real. <laughs> so you hear Kamala talking about AI? I did. She's good. She is good. Explained it thoroughly. You hear that? Did you understand it? Nope. <laughs> I think yeah, maybe AI. you should adopt AI yeah. for your speeches, yeah. maybe life. Less plagiarism on your side if you do that. Yeah. <laughs> Less stuttering. Tamale's got a good point over here. <laughs> I like what I'm here. All right, in the top middle square. Oh, my gosh, I'm so excited she's here. Everybody put your cameras Hi-ya. down. It's pretty Hi-ya. scary. Hey, y'all. What's going on? Hey, y'all. Great. That's a oh. different accent than I was expecting. Oh, yeah, I forgot. I forgot. Oh, my gosh. Uh, Do a little spin for us real hello, quick. Hello, hello. I'm from Great Britain. I'm Britney Spears. <laughs> no, Let me what? Ah, I'm spinning. I'm spinning. I'm spinning. I'm getting dizzy. You're spinning, Mum. <laughs> I need new half stitch. <laughs> yeah, you do. So I demand a public apology. So how do you feel after getting hit in the face? It was wrong. You didn't get yeah. hit. She kind of, I mean, she hit wrong. herself, it looked right. like. But. Uh, 
Pardon me, uh, I would just like to say I'm very sorry to this elderly old woman who accidentally I punched. My name is Victor Wambanyama. Oh, oh wow. I uh, accidentally hit this old lady in the face who I'm unfamiliar <laughs> with, and uh, I would like to say, uh, merci beaucoup, I am so sorry. Sacre <laughs> <laughs> bleu. That, that's not good enough. What do you want? Uh, our relationship's toxic. <laughs> I don't know who this old lady is, but uh, again, I'm so sorry I knocked you down. I hope your hip is okay. A very old woman. Uh, what is she called, Brett? Uh, expired, as Brett would say. Yes, uh, I don't know why she is. Uh, she chased me around up in the area. Is there a French word for curdled? Uh, yes, I believe it is uh, massive. Is what we call him in France. <laughs> it rhymes with the end of croissant. <laughs> I don't think that's right. Uh, and now I'm going to break into my Swahili accent because I've no, gone insane. Okay, Brittany, calm down. All right, we got another Brittany in the squares in the yeah. top right corner. Brittany Griner. High five. You the top vote getter? Dosvidanya, player. Dosvidanya. Wrongfully detained. Wrongfully detained. I was held hostage. Held hostage by Vladimir Putin up in that bitch. Are you still uh, smoking trees or? Yeah, I smoked a tree. I got a little green in the system now and again where it's legal. <laughs> USA! USA! Hey, Vladimir, how'd my ass taste? <laughs> oh, don't do that. You heard me. What are you going to play hey, this summer? Hey, Victor Wimbamiana, if you want to start punching Britney, start with me, bitch. <laughs> Get over here, little man. I'd pay to see that, actually. I'd take him down. He's Brit- a twig. Britney, you should protect Britney. I'd smoke him like a spliff. <laughs> <laughs> I-, I like this Britney. She seems like she's going to help me out. Would you ever smoke with the other Britney? Oh, I'd smoke that Britney in a heartbeat. <laughs> no, no. Yeah, no, slap a little gold bond on that thing because it's going to be more. <laughs> smoke with. with. Yeah. Smoke with. She get all eight inches of Britney oh up in this bitch. Yeah, we're going to be playing a WNBA basketball game this weekend. I'm going to be an MVP. Oh, no. I'm going to probably start a dunk the ball. <laughs> Slapping lumps and taking jams. <laughs> and knocking Britney's out. Best boxing promo ever. <laughs> yeah, no slapping loud, breaking jabs. That was a <laughs> girl boxing. Oh my God. I learned that from Layla Ali. Uh, gotta put that on pay per view. Prediction: be the highest scoring WNBA All Star game of all time. West girls thirty eight. Right. East girls twenty one. <laughs> Overtime. <laughs> All right, in the left middle square. I don't know if we have the whole team in, but we got one of them. We got SpongeBob SquarePants. It's my 61st birthday, Mo. Oh, happy birthday. I just broke my sponge hip. Oh, oh, oh no. How did you do that? We've been on the air for quite a long time, you know. Yeah. <laughs> That's right, Patrick. Oh, my God, 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 God. I didn't know he came. It's a surprise party. Happy birthday. Thanks, Patrick. <laughs> Somebody hit Patrick in the head and he sounds a little off. <laughs> <laughs> I found out Sandy's going through menopause. The change. Oh, no. We got to get her off the show. Oh, no, I don't think you need to do get that. Rid of her? Oh, yeah. Why? I just found out I'm 61 years old. Sandy's in a suit. So I know. Dry. Yeah. Oh, Dry like a Sahara. Well, I mean, she just needs to keep the helmet on. And her body is so free of moisture, she needs to lubricate her mouth to eat a sandwich. You guys are in the ocean, you know? There's water. She's not. <laughs> That's true. But if she just Are you going on, through the change, too? Not yet. That doesn't explain the mood swing. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> no, I think that's just a once a month thing. How often do you eat a Krabby Patty? Oh. Every Friday? Probably too much. All right. <laughs> it smells like crab and it's edible. She'll eat it. Speaking of the month of, I'm probably going to need to borrow you for a few oh, days. Oh, Jesus what? Christ. Come on. <laughs> Oh, my gout was bad. Brett's right. Jesus Christ. Right. She's going to use me as a sperm sponge. Oh. Ew. Hey, it's great for the economy. Mopping up all the le- the leg gravy. Oh, no, no. Save me, Patrick. Right. What's she doing with Patrick's arms? They don't go in there. Quit it. Stop moving, Patrick. All right. In the middle. I'm in a dark hole. Oh, no. You had five choices and you used the head one. (laughs) (laughs) In the middle square. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. That's as gross as hers, though. Yeah, hers is worse. Oh, it can't be that bad. We should just call off the show. We got in the middle Um, square B-Boy Glizzy Banger Brady. That's right. I'm a B-Boy Glizzy Banger. Explain a B-Boy Glizzy Banger. I'm a B-Boy standing in my B-Boy's pants. In my B-Boy stance. B-Boy stance. What is your B-Boy stance? I'm busting my B-Boy pants. (laughs) Uh, I have a stage show I'm doing this weekend. Uh... I'm, it's a drag show. I'm calling Glizzo. Oh, I'm in. I just put a dress on and eat hot dogs like crazy while I sing uh, Glizzo songs. <laughs> oh, you know I, what a Glizzy is? I do know what a Glizzy is. That's weird. <laughs> I don't know. I think that's a hip new term for hot dog. Yeah. Brady's been all over that. It's weird. Let me didn't... tell you something. Brady's in town. It's a bad day to be a Glizzy. Because <laughs> you're going to get at. I'm going to get what? At. at? I'm going to at that Glizzy. <laughs> How many glizzies can you take down in one minute? Not enough. Watch this. Apparently. One, two. I'm the Glizzard of Oz. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. I'm the Gliz. You're like Glizzy Chestnut. Yeah, that's right. I'm Glizzy Chestnut. Joey Glizzy Chestnut. That's me. Glizzo Chestnut. Every time I get to the 10th uh, Glizzo, there's a chestnut, all right. Oh, God. No, God. For you 70s fans, I like a long Frankfurter. Call me Thin Glizzy. Right, moving on to the middle right square. Yeah, that was Brady. Yeah. <laughs> 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 right, moving on to the middle right square. The KTR traffic guys are here. That's right. <laughs> My name's Tom, the depressed traffic guy. <laughs> what Hello, happened to you? And no. I'm Sal LaGuardia. Yeah, Sal. How you doing? Right. Sal LaGuardia had to take over for Tom. The KTR depressed guy because he's suicidal and stuff. Oh, no. Brett, did you hear this morning? Alma School in Southern looked like they was filming a Tarzan movie where Fiesta Mall used to be. Avoid the area. <laughs> no! Oh, oh, it's traffic. It's traffic. Accidents happen. Oh, my God. I didn't like waking up as early as I had to get up for traffic. As they say, the early bird gets the worm. What are you doing now, Tom? I don't interrupt the goddamn jokes. Oh. <laughs> The early bird gets the worm, but the second mouse gets the cheese. I got toledo on that one. <laughs> Don't take it too personal. You know you screw up this guy's jokes, man. He's going to go home and chop himself up in a bat. <laughs> By the way, Tom LaGuardia. What was my name? Lou LaGuardia? I don't even Sal. remember. Sal LaGuardia. Come on, Sal. That's like Sal LaGuardia brought to you by Ragu. I don't have the endorsement yet, but eventually I'm going to have buckets of this stuff outside. Oh my God. <laughs> There's going to be more red sauce here than in Tom's bathtub. <laughs> and again, quick 
warning out there. I warned you earlier this morning on my way to work. I saw an Asian lady getting into the driver's side of a car. How dare she? <laughs> Keep your eyes open for a red Purcell. It could be filled with one of them yellow drivers. <laughs> Next thing you know, KTAR News reporting another fire on the freeway. Because Quan Lee had to get to the food store to buy some heads. <laughs> Brett, you're laughing too hard. Lou LaGuardia, KTAR traffic. All right. Sal LaGuardia, you're right. Sorry about that. I forgot. I'm starting to have a little bit of an inferiority complex, but it's not a very good one, so I won't even talk about it. KTAR traffic. I'm Tom. This guy's a real ball of energy. Jesus Christ. All right, moving on to the bottom left square. It's Brady Secret Square. Give us a hint. Good morning. Um, I'm 81 years old. I'm an actor. Uh, hang on, I'm going Look away, Marion. Oh. 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah, she yeah. called you to yeah, ask she... whether she should look at it or not. <laughs> I don't spend much time with her because she's changed. Yeah, she went through the change. Yeah. yeah. She did. We witnessed it. All right. Thanks. <laughs> All right. It is your destiny to guess that square. <laughs> All right. I made out with Dial Carrie Fisher once. Oh, Sorry about that, too. <laughs> She's <right>. alive. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, clear that up. For the record. All right. In the bottom middle square, we got Morgan Freeman here. Where's your music, Morgan? I have to wait for it to swell. It's called what else a pregnant pause. You're Mexican. You should understand all pregnancies. But I'm not. I've never been pregnant. Still unbelievable to me. I think you just absorbed the never? baby. The I... same way Brady absorbs a glizzy. Oh, never. You like glizzies, don't you, Morgan? I'll eat a glizzy now and again. <laughs> I like to deep throat a glizzy and take it out just for show. Oh. I can eat a glizzy. But right now I have a horrible infection. What's the longest glizzy you've eaten? I like the dark glizzies. No, I said the longest. That's what I'm saying. Oh, my God. Sometimes the sisters would take me in and give me a glizzy I didn't want. (laughs) Sometimes they'd win, sometimes I didn't. So I chopped the head off. I called it a glizzy boredom. (laughs) That was a Brady, too. (laughs) We know. I have a horrible infection, and it looks like this might be the end of Morgan Freeman. Do you know about my infection, Mark? I heard about it this morning. Thoughts and prayers, man. It hurts to pee like you can't imagine. And it smells so foul. This UTR will never go away. Oh, my God. And because I'm in my thousands, age-wise, antibiotics don't do much for me anymore. So this could be the very last weekend of Morgan Freeman. And wouldn't it be a shame? I hope not, Morgan. I hope not, too, Brady. Probably more than you. (laughs) (laughs) I forgot what I was going to (laughs) say. Oh, yeah. Wouldn't it be weird if Morgan Freeman was taken down by a UTR? It would be weird. And then we'd have to always remember this wonderful career. It's going down because it hurt to piss. What a shame. But it's happened to the greats in the past. Gregory Peck, Rock Hudson for other reasons. (laughs) (laughs) Plenty of superstars in the Hollywood realm have died because their dick started to hurt too much. Liberace? Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That guy's dick practically fell off right in his hand. After a while, it becomes so infected, it's just like having a small jolly ranch glued to you. <laughs> Bright red. Milk's in the sun. Smells really weird. And it just tumbles onto the ground where you never use it again. So root for me. Pray for me, Brady. That's what I'm asking. I'm doing it. Pray for Morgan Freeman that my urethra clears up this horrible, horrible, horrible pain. He's the only one praying for you. That's true. 
you want to know how I got it? Yeah, I did. I stuck that thing in 400 yards of the phallus oh, filthy oh, That'll do it. Came out smelling like a rose. Oh, shit. And when I say smelling like a rose, that's because when I pulled out, I made a rose. Oh, For me? Oh, 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 okay, oh, let's move God. on. Let's not act like that was worse than your SpongeBob thing. <laughs> it was worse. Yuck. <laughs> right in the bottom right square. We got our Lord and Savior here. Ew <laughs> to all of this. Yeah. Ew to all of it. I saw the ratings yesterday. Nice job. Whew. Evidently, the audience is disgusting. <laughs> yeah. And you know what? Me too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on my boat. I don't have time for this. Yeah, how are you here right now? Uh, I'm everywhere. That is true. I'm not. I'm omnipotrip. <laughs> okay, yeah. we get yeah. it. Yeah, that was hard to say. <laughs> Brady would have had a stroke trying to say that, let alone write it. Now, who's on the line? I don't know who's got the phones. I came in. Oh like, yeah, Ian, <laughs> I wrote it down. They Ian wrote it down and there, Adelita. On the, on your I can't reach these. We got I have Ian one good one. and Adelita. Yeah, get those for me, Brett. Ian and Adelita. No. Are <laughs> I know. Oh, he oh, He's got gout. Oh, oh no. He's got gout. Almost had to hit the dump button. <laughs> I love that he's got gout. Ian. Um, he'll pick up in a second. Right. It could be just Adelita. <laughs> Adelita, are you there? I am here. How are you, Adelita? You sound energetic. There's Ian. I'm. I'm- Oh, I am. I'm ready. All right. Ian is your competitor. Ian, are you there? Hi. Right. I am. All right. Adelita, you're a girl. Pick a square. Go. Uh, let's go uh, center. Center square. <laughs> That's glizzy, Brady. You ever have a glizzy, Adelita? What's the biggest glizzy you can take down without chewing? Oh, without? Whoa. Yeah, why would you eat a glizzy and chew it? You got Fair a second enough. glizzy coming in. Oh. What's the biggest Fair glizzy enough. you've had in your mouth, Adelita? Uh, let's go 12 inches. Oh, my God. Jeez Louise. I didn't even know they made footlongs like that for women. <laughs> I got five inches Maybe. of glizzy if you're interested. Oh, oh my God. God. Holy smokes. Bun size. Yeah, that's, that's, that's a, yeah, no, 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 that's a snack. Yeah, that's a baby snack. <laughs> you're like a pedophile yeah, with no. mine. Oh, it's like a child wee-wee. Oh, that's Adelita's way, so no. to speak. You heard me. <laughs> let's get to your question. All right, let's go. All right, the ampersand, pound sign, plus Ooh. sign, and dollar sign are known in grammar as phonologs. Phonologs. Ampersand? You know what that one is, Brady? That's the one that's shaped like a lady. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like Mrs. Buttersworth with a tie on. Yeah. Uh. And I always put it in between uh, my orders. I'll have the bacon and percent cheese and percent bun. Well, this morning you just said cheese. That's all I care about is the cheese. I'm going back to that. And percent more cheese. I'll say that's true. It sounds like a phonogram. Okay, Adelita, are you saying true? Do you agree or disagree? Uh, Disagree. Correct. It's false. It's Gramologs. X gets a square. All right. All right, Ian, pick a square. Uh, top right. Hey, hey. Yeah. yeah. Put your right up in this bitch. <laughs> hey, Ian, are you going to watch the WNBA All-Star this, this weekend? I am not. You should, man. It's, well, it's probably best if you don't. Men shouldn't watch because I hear that most of the time all you do is end up jerking off to all the beauty that's on the floor. <laughs> you heard me. Whoa, whoa, whoa. That's right. Oh, I got to say I might miss the game this weekend, though. Yeah, go. You want to know why? Thank you, Ian. 
because I got a little jock itch. Oh, God. My balls are all covered in whatever's all over Morgan Freeman's face. I was going to... Oh, God. They look all freckly and messed up. Oh, God. But I got some Crew X or whatever that stuff's called. Yeah. Bring the grotto for Crew X. Rub it on your nuts. <laughs> They'll stop the sweaty itches. Oh. All right, uh, let's get to your question. Hey, fellow bitches. Don't you hate when your balls itch? <laughs> I do. In that Russian prison, I could barely rape a girl. It was tough. So I used to put Crux on my nutsack. Don't we want me in action? Catch it! Wow. I try not to catch what's between my legs. Okay. Because it's an itchy mess. That's right next to my bonus hole. Oh, God. All right, let's... All right, your question. Good luck. <laughs> I know. Peanut butter was invented in 1904, but the PB&J sandwich didn't happen until 40 years later. I wasn't listening to you at all because Brady just asked me where my glizzy ring was. <laughs> it gets stuck somewhere? Well, sometimes it glistens, I'll tell you that. <laughs> oh, God. Size of an inner tube. Yeah, just, yeah you can float down the salt river on this one. <laughs> Hop in my glizzy ring, baby. <laughs> It does look like two hot dogs next to each other. God dang it. (laughs) Again, your question. But you can only bend the middles. Jesus. And there, look. My bonus hole. (laughs) Again, peanut butter. Take it to the hole. (laughs) Peanut butter was invented in 1904, but the PB&J sandwich didn't happen until 40 years later. Is that true or false? I don't have any idea when peanut butter was invented, but I'm glad it was. Because it's the only way the ladies enjoy me. Oh, God. If there's a tasty little snack down there, <laughs> I like a good peanut butter and granite sandwich. Why is it covered uh, in breadcrumbs? <laughs> those are breadcrumbs. Those are poobs. Oh, oh, no. What? No. <laughs> I have to say that's true. I would probably imagine it took a little while to add jelly. <laughs> All right, Ian, he's saying true. Do you agree or disagree? I agree. That is correct. Hey, Circle gets a square. Did you ever have lunch at the Y? Oh, jeez. Not too late. Would you like to? Oh, no. That makes me sick. All right, Adelita. Maybe, maybe not yours. Oh, yeah, you've eaten at the wire before, though. Me, too. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. All right, Adelita, pick a square. Uh, let's go middle right. Middle right? Yes! Oh, man. I have to be honest with you, I didn't think we'd get chosen suicidal Tom KTR. Good thing you didn't check out early. Yeah. Last night I went home and I played a blank tape full blast. I live next door to a mime. He was going crazy. Oh, God. <laughs> this guy's got, he's a stand-up comedian. <laughs> I tell you what, old Lou LaGuardia or whatever my Sal. name is. Sal LaGuardia. <laughs> I think I like Lou LaGuardia better. <laughs> Anywho, Sal LaGuardia, you know what I saw the other day? Uh, I saw a carload of Mexicans with the wooden sides on the back of their truck. Okay. Keep your eyes open for that. Sal LaGuardia traffic case. That's it. All right. We don't want that stuff. Tell INS when you see it. Ain't no way anybody in them should be here. Now we're definitely moving Build the wall. (laughs) (laughs) The way I saw that thing, I went home, built the wall around my fence. That was too close for comfort. (laughs) KKR traffic. In the mid-1800s, camels once roamed the Texas plains. And since SpongeBob is here, can I ask him a question? I guess so, yeah. Sure, go ahead, suicidal Tom. <laughs> How much deeper do you think the ocean would be if your people weren't in it? Whoa. <laughs> wow, that's dark. <laughs> wow, that's a deep question. If the ocean had no sponges, there'd be more water. <laughs> that's what I said it for, dummy. Oh, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> 
Thanks, Patrick. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa! <laughs> I don't know what I just seen, but over there in the I-10, oof, we got a wrong-way driver. Guess what's behind the wheel? <laughs> oh. I'll give you one good Quan Luck guess. Oh, no! no. <laughs> Sal! <laughs> What was it? <laughs> in the mid-1800s, camels once roamed the Texas plains. Surprise, surprise. There's a rickshaw going eastbound oh, on the westbound. No, no, no. In case uh, you didn't guess, the rickshaw in question is a tertiary. No. <laughs> I told you about her earlier. Oh, dang it. What you saying? I said in the mid-1800s, camels once roamed the Texas plains. Is that true or false? Sal uh, LaGuardia roamed the Texas plains <laughs> once before it was infiltrated by your folks. Oh, <laughs> you infiltrated <laughs> I don't think the Italians were over there. Not, though. Her folks, not mine. (laughs) Jeez, this guy over here. I wish I was your dad so I'd never seen you. (laughs) By the way, we got a guy speeding north to Montana. I know who that is. Getting away from him. Don't worry, he'll be off the road soon. What was your question about the Texas Plains? (laughs) In the mid-1800s, camels once roamed the Texas Plains. Is that true or false? You know what an Italian car sounds like on the freeway when there's trouble? Wop, 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 wop. He's got a flap. (laughs) 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 Suicidal Tom's never been happier since that last joke. (laughs) Tom, can you answer the question? When I was in school, the teachers told me to practice because practice makes perfect. Then they told me nobody's perfect, so I quit practicing. <laughs> this guy's got jokes. <laughs> I'm Sal LaGuardia, KTAR News. I love this suicidal Tom bit. <laughs> the other night I was lying in bed looking at the stars and I wondered where the hell did my roof go? Go, oh, that's a good one. <laughs> I got one too. Oh. Hickory Dickory Dock. No, oh, no, yes. no. Stop. <laughs> oh, God. Answer the question. Oh, oh yeah. In the mid-1800s, camels once roamed the Texas Plains. Is that true or false? I can only imagine. <laughs> Just <laughs> Probably some of them oil sand oh, people came God. over and brought their rides. But <laughs> they found oil in Texas, and the next thing you know, we're inundated with people with towels on their heads. Oh, my no. God. <laughs> you should not be doing that. Okay, yeah, traffic. <laughs> Look out over there. We got Bin Laden flying around in a Tacoma. Uh, I just want you to answer the question. He's probably got free gas in it. Gosh, damn it. And he's probably got free gas in the back of the bed, too. And he's about to bash into the Bank One building. Keep your eyes open for that, KGR traffic. (laughs) Look at that. He got a couple of bohunks in a Z28 speeding up and down to 52. Oh, my God. Are you ready to answer? Remember when it was called oh, Fiesta Wap Peak? I call it Squaw still. Because it's funnier. Hey, we got some wagon burners out there over by the casino. Okay. Again, your question. The mid-1800s camels. Look out for that. <laughs> Once roamed the Texas I'll plane. say that's true. We're running late on time. I got a flight. KTR News. Uh, Alita, you saying true. Do you agree or disagree? I agree. That is correct. Excuse me. Yeah. Square. That, that'll do. She She's wins. the winner. Okay. She wins. Everything's an X on this thing. <laughs> Give the guy something nice. And be careful out there driving, please, for God's sakes. I got the Miata just T-boned somebody in the I-10. A couple of twinks are laying in the middle of the road. No. Oh, God damn. KCI Traffic. I'm Lou LaGuardia. No. Sal. <laughs> Who cares? You like alliteration. Hey, the bit works either way. <laughs> I also got to help out my brother. John Gabbadaro is about to take over at the (laughs) sports station.
That's enough of that. <laughs> Thanks, Mo. See ya. You're welcome. <laughs> Sounds the best. <laughs> oh my God. He's a real guy. It's Al LaGuardia. So is Suicidal Tom. I like Suicidal Tom. Suicidal Tom is a very real thing. <laughs> Poor guy. <sighs> I got a question before I leave. Oh, no. Okay, what is it? How come the word phonetically isn't spelled with an F? I thought, was there more to that? You, that was it? That's a real that's that's right. a comedian. You didn't get it? <laughs> Give her another one. Give me another one. Give me another try one. another one for the slower members of the audience. <laughs> I think it's wrong that only one company makes the game Monopoly. Okay. Touche. Touche. You still touché. don't get it. <laughs> I do. One company. Touche. <laughs> The hell are you toucheing for? <laughs> Go back over there. What are you a frog? <laughs> Touche. <laughs> Idiot. <laughs> anyway, that'll do. Let's get out of here. For Christ's sake. What happened? Oh, Sal Thank took over. Sal, yeah. Sal took over. Sal is we all blacked out a little bit. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> Sal is uh and I know he'd have something to say about you saying the words blackout. <laughs> Hopefully he's not coming back. There's one out right now in Maryvale. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the KCR traffic team is legit. Oh, awesome. You got to get him for your show. Yeah, you should have heard him, Mo. You got to get up real early. And I know you used to, that's why you don't do a morning show anymore because you couldn't make it on time. <laughs> I can uh, barely make it on time here. Very, very good. All right, we're done. It's 10 12 for Christ's sake. We're, we're uh, out I'm here. out tonight. Or tomorrow, oh, yeah, where are you going? Or on Saturday. Where? I'm at the uh, Big Red Bull ride oh, out yeah. there at. Uh, at Westworld. Yeah. So And Dead's playing at 9 o'clock. Yeah. So oh, nice. bull riding all to like metal music. Yeah, so it's all Megadeth, Metallica. It took the you know, ignorant everything. country out right. of bull riding yeah. and added rock music, which is what it should be. Because that's the most rock and roll thing you can be doing. And you don't need Show Me Your Fish blasting in the background of that. <laughs> oh, God. The last thing I want to do is have redneck ignorance blasted through the speakers. I'd like a little uh, toothless ignorance of rock and roll. To go <laughs> Some meth head ignorance. So, so that'll be fun. So tickets available and uh, immediately following dead's playing so take get get the show with the uh with the awesome. show all right we're done that's it uh go see brett saturday with his gout hopefully you'll be all right I'll get be, recovered yeah, i'll be sitting there like satriales again <laughs> yeah he'll be in, he'll be in his yeah. lawn chair unbelievable eating a, a meat plate <laughs> maybe with lou or sal <laughs> uh we're sal all done uh it's 10 13 we're done mo go do your show at kdkb we'll talk to you guys on monday right here in the morning sickness so long Hey, it's not weird. It's pretty cool, actually. No membership fee. I have heard enough of this.